Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Pretty sure we're live now, but I'm waiting for it to pop up on the my way YouTube. You looked at it like, what's going? It on? says it's live. All it right. says it's live. Yeah. All right. Welcome, folks, to what goes bump the night. My name is Riley Clark, and alongside me is Trevor Jensen, and alongside us is Tommy Tombstone. And this is our live stream event. Yes, and we're super excited to bring this episode to you, and having Tommy alongside us as we met him on a. Uh, paranormal investigation once at a cemetery who knew you could meet awesome people at a cemetery <laughs> that have the same like-minded yeah. <laughs> thoughts about all of it but before we get talking about the cemeteries we have some really exciting things that have happened with the podcast we had eight thousand downloads we had our best month ever most Ooh. downloads ever in the month of march with 800 so we couldn't thank our listeners the night crew enough for joining us along this journey and looking for ghosts and talking about SCP monsters and aliens and Bigfoots and all of that. Because you guys rock. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. And uh, Tommy, why don't you uh, tell our listeners what you like to do on your channel? All right. Yeah. So on my channel, I do, you know, I hunt for ghosts. Um, I go to creepy cemeteries, haunted cemeteries, haunted locations, you name it. Um, I've been doing this stuff for almost a year now. And like, uh, Trevor and Riley were saying, yeah, I did meet them at a haunted cemetery here in Michigan. That's how we became friends. And yeah, that's basically what I do. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely go check out his channel, Tommy Amongst the Tombstones. I've watched quite a few of his videos. He has a very, I'd say similar style of investigating as we do. You know, we like to use the EMF detectors, like to use spirit boxes, um, like to, you know, use our spiritual abilities to try and sense things. And you have a little more luck with the EVPs. We don't really have much luck with the recorders, but we still give I, it our best shot with them. I actually just recently started using recorders, actually. So I've had nothing but the best of luck the past, like, two investigations I've done. I've gotten both of them multiple evps which is crazy yeah That's we awesome. we have caught a couple in the past that were pretty creepy um like oh what was that one boy never the old lincoln to where it was like uh-huh yeah yeah the never one was probably our scariest yep. voice that we caught mm. yeah but i mean that's that's wicked because i don't know i think that's some of the most concrete evidence that you can come across is getting like just disembodied voices like that so I think so too, besides a, a photograph. True. I agree as well. Like, I think ever since I've started using it, it's like my favorite thing to do now. Like, it's my go to object as, or as far as investigations go. The only thing that I can gripe about it is I don't like listening back to it for three straight hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, the playback sometimes. <laughs> I, I noticed that you do a lot of like live playback, which is awesome. We don't do that most of the time. Well, like, I feel like. It's a good thing to do because for skeptics out there that think like, oh, they're just, you know, putting it in their computer and they're adding like a sound effect or you know, in true. there. 
But if you're doing it right then and there, it looks even more legit. That's, I mean, that's just my personal preference. But. Yeah. What do you do? Just like short, like sessions, like five, 10, five minutes maybe. And then just yeah, kind of listen to yeah, it back. I don't even like, I'll, yeah. Like the mo- the longest one I think I've ever done was like seven minutes. I try to keep it like, I'll ask a series of questions in a span of usually like two or three minutes and then I'll play it back. So that way you're not sitting there for 20 minutes, you know, have your ear next to it and you're like waiting, mm-hmm. waiting and waiting and, you know, just to save time for investigations. But yeah, seven minutes is probably the longest I've ever done one. I'm going to adopt that. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think yeah, that's the perfect idea. Something we started doing uh, because the spirit box noise was so annoying. Like the <laughs> we started oh, yeah. having another person wear headphones listening to it and then repeating the words back to us. And I have the SB 11 so you can record what's going on as it's played back that's live on it. The bigger yeah. one. Yeah, the yeah. red and black one. It has like a S. You can put an SD card in it and record. Oh, the, you t- are you talking about the S box? Yeah, yeah S box. One that goes to yeah. the radio frequencies. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so nobody wants to hear that for 20 minutes straight. Yeah, well, I suggest, and this is what I've been looking into because honestly, I'm quite tired of the, the SB7 and those. I'm actually looking in getting a portal. Do you know what that is? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think so. Where it doesn't it's, have the white noise for real. Yeah, it just spits out the clearest words, like, and there's no yeah. static in between. And because I'm tired of, of listening to the over and yeah, over, it's and so over. annoying. <laughs> yeah, it gives me headaches. I'm just like, I can't do this. I'm, I, I mean, I get you know great responses back and and stuff like that, but at the same time, that noise is terrible. Very. Terrible. Oh yeah. So why don't we just dive into where the first cemetery that we all got acquainted at and uh a little bit about that one that we can dive into some more after that so the nunica cemetery yeah (laughs) nunica cemetery it's located in crockery township spring lake michigan it's about five minutes from my house um been there multiple times uh there's stories of a, a man who is seen smoking cigarettes by the like landscaping house People have seen a man that smoking a cigarette there. Um, Isn't that also, Mr. Bond? Mr. Bond? I, yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's Mr. Bond, but uh, I think he might also be the the Civil War soldier. Which is even more cool that there's a but bunch it, of Civil War veterans. But you know, there. being a Civil War vet, it could be him as well, just smoking a cigar. Got hit right, with a right. musket ball. <laughs> now he's just <laughs> living his life, smoking, clean smoking. Um. There's actually quite a few different Civil War vets that are buried there as well, which is kind of crazy because Michigan, you don't think Civil War at all. You know, you think, think like too far north. Yeah, you think east side of the United States and more south, in my opinion. That's what I think. Uh, and then people sense cold spots. They hear voices. They see apparitions. A woman dressed in white floating lights, ghosts banging on that shack that I'd mentioned. Um, We've heard the voices. He wasn't there that particular Mm. night. It was actually right before I met you, we heard some banshee scream. We've talked about it before on the podcast. It was just like, (laughs) it was absolutely terrifying. The scariest noise I've ever heard in my life. Super peculiar. Yeah. And we were there with other random, more, other random people were there ghost hunting that night too. And they were all heard it with us too. They like 
we they wanted to say that it was maybe like an owl or something but like honestly i don't think it was an owl i listened to a screeching barn owl after that and it don't sound anything like well, what i heard chase to like freak the fuck out and yeah. like run away and fall over yeah he did fall <laughs> it was quite funny <laughs> do you want what me to tell the story about like how, how we met though like how like that happened oh yeah i want to hear all of it i want to hear your experiences <laughs> i want to hear all yeah. of it yeah, so I remember because we went, me and a group of people at the time, um, before I joined this group that I'm in now, you know, we headed out. There's like a two and a half hour drive or something. Anyways, I'll cut to when we get there. So, you know, <laughs> we pull up by the cemetery and I remember seeing a car pull out. And it was this was like almost midnight. So I was like, shit. I was like, dude, we drove all the way here. And if there's like, you know, people are already <laughs> here and stuff. And like, I didn't know who they were. Just kids like screwing around or whatever. Yeah. So we're like, shit. So then we noticed there was that car lot, um, right? Was it to the left of it? Yeah. Whatever. So we pulled in there and we kind of waited and sat around and we we're like, man, dude, I don't know if we should go in there, but we already drove this far. Like we got to do it. Right. And that's about the time I was like, we, we were looking over and we see like these like, group of guys coming out of the cemetery. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what the hell is this? I was like, and I thought to myself, I was like, dude, this has got, they got to be paranormal investigators. Cause like they had like the, like the, the light on their head and like all this shit. I'm like, and sure enough, that's when I like talked to you guys. I was like, hey, what's up? Or you guys said, hey, what's up? And we're like, dude, are you guys paranormal investigators? And you're like, hell yeah. And then, you know, the rest is history. We started talking there for, I don't know, like 20, 30 Yeah, minutes, I remember you, we were like, what is this person doing? Because you drove by like really <laughs> slow. And then you like pulled into the car lot and turned around and then went to like, there's like a, I don't know, electric parking area, like for yeah. a, a power unit or whatever. And you guys kind of like pulled in there and then you turned around there and drove back into the car dealership. Cause I <laughs> imagine that's probably where you've seen us walking and you're like, okay, that's probably where we should park. And yeah, then we met you in the parking lot and, but you didn't really have anything happen that night. Did you? No, um, we did get, cause you guys were telling us and, you know, I, I, I read a little bit about Nunica obviously before I went and uh, you guys were telling us that you got Emily through the spirit box, right? Yeah. That's the name Emily. Yeah, um, we had the word, the voice of a little girl say Emily multiple times, and then uh, a man who we presume is her father telling her not to talk to us. Okay, yeah, because we we got Emily multiple times as well, and th this is the thing I was confused about because they say there's actually two Emilys that actually haunt that that cemetery. Actually, I didn't know if you knew that, so yeah, I was so the confused. Go ahead. The uh, the wooden grave is not the little girl. See, that's what I was confused on. I went to there and I, and I was telling about it in the video. And I think one of the guys there was joking because he's like, dude, that's not the, the little girl. This is like the older one. And I was so yeah, confused. she was like 90 years old. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because I thought so, because there's like all these little trinkets and toys next to it and like coins and everything. So I was like, this got to be the little kid. There's a bunch of little toys and stuff here. But yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows actually where the little girl's grave is. Um, it could be unmarked. But yeah, That's I think true, it's yeah. unmarked, but people do know where her... Apparently, she's not buried with her parents. And that's why a lot of people think that she haunts the cemetery, because she's always looking for them, because she's not with them, that makes technically, sense. In, in the afterlife. You know, they're not buried together. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a video on YouTube. I don't remember what channel it is, but... She's a psychic median and she talks to Emily and that's kind of what she was saying that Emily was telling her through her, her gift. So 
Who knows, really, honestly. But besides the the Emily stuff through the spirit box, um, we also went to Mr. Bond's grave. It's a bigger headstone that's kind of tall. Um, I got the, yep. the the music box to go off a little bit there. Heck Granted, yeah. I don't, you know, it could be anything. It's, that's what I think is like when you go into a cemetery and you bring like a music box, since it's motion detected, right? Like it's really hard to determine whether it's like a spirit or a bug or the grass blades moving in the wind. So like usually I like to prop up the music box up on a box. So that's that way it's at least above the grass. But, you know, if you go back and watch the video, you have to really look to see if there's any like bugs flying by. But it did go off a little bit at his grave. And I and the, I don't remember what the responses was because it's been a while. But I remember he was kind of like not the friendliest, like kind of a dick. And I yeah. And, I, and yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what people have said, that he's like kind of a dick. In a yeah. Way. It was a when I man. when I was yeah. having we were having really, really good spirit box session with him. And yeah, he was not very nice. But what was really cool, I wish we would have, my phone died that night, so I didn't get much on camera of this investigation uh, there. But I'd asked him to show himself to me. And the exact moment I did, I seen like a light in the woods. Like I was the only one who saw it. And then I asked him, like, did I just see you? And we got a clear response that said, yep. Really? Yeah. Was it like was it like like an orb ball yeah, of light? Like, or it was like the a... only time I've ever seen like your classic paranormal orb like with my own eyes. But never it, it seen wasn't anything on, like it. It wasn't on camera or anything like that, and you were the only one that saw it. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what makes it bizarre. Was everyone else like you probably don't remember, but was like everyone else like looking in that direction? We like, were kind of like in a circle. I was looking at the woods, so everyone was kind of like in front of me. So it would have happened behind them. Yeah. Yeah. That's always that weird case where only one person sees it or hears something, but everyone else doesn't. And that's what makes, you know, it's like, but some people might say like, oh, well, he's just full of shit because he's just making it up. But at the same time, it's kind of bizarre because it's like, if only one person heard or saw that, like, why isn't everyone else hearing or seeing this? Like, it's, it's, you know, like, it's just a bizarre scenario kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the second time that we did go out there, I went that time, and I was being as obscene as I could to the spirits that were there, calling pussies, and like, you guys ain't gonna fucking do nothing. <laughs> and, of course, like, we had some funny stuff happen, like, we're getting really fun, like, EVPs, well, it wasn't EVPs, it was on the spirit box where it was like, we were getting, like, direct responses to our questions, and then even at one point, we started playing, like, it almost seemed like tag with like a yeah. little girl, the little boy or a little boy. There, yeah. There's a little boy that roams the cemetery. He's people have seen him. They say he's wearing blue overalls. And I think chase. Yeah. Chase was wearing the headphones, listening to a spirit box. And he, I asked the little boy if he wanted to play tag with us. And he said something in the lines of yes. And next thing you know, we were literally playing tag with this, yeah, like Chase like, was telling are we us, hot? "Are we cold?" And yeah, be like, yeah, no, yeah. It was insane, and I like figured out where this little boy was probably hiding behind. There's a giant oak tree in the cemetery, and I was like, "That's of course where a little boy would hide. He thinks he's hidden. The tree's huge." I ran around the tree and I said, "Found you!" And Chase goes laughing. Wow, yeah, like, I heard laughing. We were like, "Well, that's weird," and we kept hearing like whistle sounds come through the spirit box too, which was really odd because. 
I didn't know it could even make that sound. And then it sounded like somebody was actually whistling. So I was like, I, yeah. I don't know what to make of this. We've also had a car horn come through. And then on the spirit box, like beep beep. That, we also it's crazy. We like, also were there like really, really late, so it started to get real foggy. And then it was this. There was a rainstorm coming, so we were getting ready to leave, and we went down to where they like spread the ashes for cremations and stuff, where there's like a nice little footpath, and then like a, a circle, um, like I guess you'd call it like a patio with benches, and we put the um, what was it, the REM pod in the middle of us, and yep. we were all like, just. We're getting ready to leave. Could you please light this up? And I was like, I'll leave you something like an offering if you make this light up. And like almost on cue, the bitch started going off. And I was like, oh, well, that's weird. <laughs> and then, of course, it started to drizzle. And we're like, all right, let's get everything in the car and let's head out because we don't want our stuff to get soaked. And I had had my wallet all night. And then when we got back to the car, I was just like, all right, we're good to go. Let's go. And. I remember the next day I woke up and was like checking my pants pockets, checking everything. I was like, my wallet's gone. And then he texts me. He's like, can you look in your car for my wallet? Yeah, it wasn't in there. Gone. Every, everywhere that I had been and retraced my steps, it was gone. So I went back to the cemetery, walked that whole perimeter everywhere in there. We were there all night for like four or five hours straight. Didn't find it. Called the township. Didn't find it. And I was like, did a ghost just oh. jack my wallet? What, <laughs> like, what did you t- what you tell them? They're like, yeah, we're like, why would you leave a wallet in a cemetery? Like, I mean, I was doing. just like, hey, if you see a wallet, it's mine. But it's like, <laughs> I didn't tell we were there late at night. I, like, it was like the next morning too, like early morning. I was like, I gotta go and check for this before somebody finds it. <laughs> Nothing. But shout out to Kyle for hopping on to the in the comments. There took us a while to shout him out, but I see you. I see you upstairs in state of mind. Make sure you go check out our uh, interview with him that we just did. came out today as well. I was going to add to the, you were talking about playing like tag or like hot and cold with a spirit. Because I had the a very same experience uh, last or last fall at a cemetery in Niles, Michigan. I don't want to get really like into it, but the same yeah. scenario. It, like what you just said was like, that's why I was like, wow. Because like it was like, it blew my, yeah, it blew my mind when it happened to me. I was like, wow, this is really happening right now. And and, and it brought us to the, the grave of this little kid. It was a, a two-year-old kid. Huh. And it, wow. I, yeah. I'll get into it another time. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up though. Yeah. Wow. I mean, my two-year-old loves to play hide and seek and tag and stuff like that. So it's like, I it makes that, sense, 100%. right? Yeah. Yeah. The only other crazy right. thing that happened. Happened at Nunica. I guess if you want to add one last thing about Nunica. Yeah, um, go for it. The lion statue. Like, did you guys go to the lion oh, statue back yeah, there in the back? Yeah, sweet. It's pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, so that, if you watch my video, um, and literally right after I was saying, I was like, this is where people apparently, like, see or hear, like, evil spirits. And, like, in the corner, I don't know what it was, whether it be, like, an apparition or, like, a, like an orb thing, like, moved into the camera. You'll see me zoom in on it, like, in the editing mm. or whatever. But, like, um, that was the only other, like, weird scenario that happened at Nunica. Besides that, nothing too crazy, you know, for all the hype that people give Nunica. But right. I've only been there one time, so I can't really say a whole lot about it. But it definitely it has activity, seems, for sure. Yeah, it also seems like they started um, popping businesses up around it. So there's a lot less wooded area around it. And it's a lot more, like urbanized than it used to be because back when i was younger it, there was nothing around it it was just all woods and the cemetery was just there so it used to be a lot more secluded 
per se. Yeah, and it was like off the beaten path. It seemed like, and now you go over there, like you're like you're saying, there's a car dealership. There's like a, a yeah a warehouse next to it too, and then like they were cutting down trees behind it even for something else they were gonna build. I was like, oh well, it still is the same old Nunica, but it definitely has a different vibe now. It definitely does, especially with the the lights from the dealership kind of illuminating illuminating everything into the the cemetery but i do have another cemetery i'd really like to talk about i don't know if you your research has brought it up to you at all uh but it's called the grave of little mary at hillcrest memorial park in jackson yeah i've heard of this one i've heard of this one this one's actually really fucking crazy uh so the legend says that mary's mother awoke in the middle of the night following her daughter's burial and started shouting that Mary had been buried alive. She insisted on having the grave uncovered. Once the coffin was examined, scratches were found on its lid, leading the family to believe they buried alive Mary. Now locals say that you can hear little Mary crying and scratching at her coffin in the night. Some have even said you can see the ghost of her when you visit her gravesite. That's terrifying. And this is a really, really old story. She was born in 1884. Uh, she was said to have passed away at seven years old due to a ruptured appendix Oof. and was buried soon after. Her mother, Elizabeth, woke and began screaming that her daughter had been buried alive. She was persistent. The coffin was finally dug up and opened, and they found the scratches, like I just said. Um, this place is really crazy because where she's buried, uh, I watched a video on YouTube. This guy was walking, he literally was taking a video of himself just walking through the woods. It's not like a, a cemetery you can just like drive into. And, and her particular memorial is like a 30 foot tall monument. Damn. Where the entire family is buried. But it's in the middle of the fucking woods. Are you it's, hearing that too? What? Oh, are you not hearing that? Okay. No. I no. That sounded like a feedback sound. I thought that's what you were like referring to. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. And uh, her family apparently uh, were like the founders of Jackson as well. So her family was like extremely wealthy. But basically, that's like I said, I think it, yeah, Hillcrest Memorial Park. It's basically just a monument for the Midnaughton family. But hmm. pretty insane for... I mean, I believe that people were buried alive. Like, oh, it's, especially it's not back like then. it's uncommon. It, it was very common back in the 1800s. That's why they have the whole like bell thing. They did things where like they put a, basically like a straw from the grave to the surface to get fresh air to make sure that there was airflow <laughs> into the coffin just in case like uh i think they did ones where like there would be like pieces of glass like on the top of the coffin so that they could break out of it did they did they actually like dig this person up like they really this really happened and just and yeah. they found the scratches what? well actually what? the people who are related to the family nowadays say it's all hocus pocus wasn't a real thing so never that's happened hard. that's a tough one because i mean i want to believe that because i mean you like it makes sense that if if your appendix ruptures and you go into a catatonic state and you basically go into like a coma like you know like comatose and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're like 
oh shit, I'm in a very dark box that's six well, feet I mean, under. Just because you don't have a pulse doesn't mean you're dead. That's true. How often are people these days res- resuscitated from death? Like they're dead for like 10 minutes and people will get CPR and come back to life. Or they, right, you right. know, the shock. So, I mean, times are different. They were probably obviously in the 1800s going by. No pulse, 10 seconds, dead. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> well, and like, the whole, like, paranormal side of it, too. Like, I would 100% believe that if you died in such a horrific way, that there's going to be some lingering energy where it's like, I could see crying and, like, things like that well, happening there. You yeah, gotta think all of the emotions that if this little girl was still alive, like, getting buried, like, what if she was still alive then and, like, she's terrorized right and all these other people are standing on the surface sad and distraught like the mix of emotions like that's that's exactly what creates paranormal i think that'd be like one of the worst ways to die like honestly like oh my god you're just stuck and there's nothing you can do about it like you're just screwed i'd much rather just drown (laughs) like that just seems a lot more peaceful than being buried in a tight box with no air and you just suffocate slowly (laughs) Sounds oh my god! Rough. Thanks, Super by the way, G. Thanks for uh, stopping by, but uh, buddy. Yeah, and, shout yeah, out Paranormal for... Search. Oh, he's great, great guy, great friend. I love it. I love the camaraderie. <laughs> I man, I just want to believe that so bad, though. Where it's like, I can see why the family wouldn't want that if it wasn't true to be around. But then, the whole story behind it, like. It seems like it could be very realistic. I believe it because that shit happened all the time. I I just think maybe that the family nowadays they don't believe in ghosts and they, don't, they don't want, want the to be stigma known like that. Yeah, they don't want like, the stigma on their family name, which I get too. Yeah, where it's like, oh, you're the family of the little girl that got buried alive. <laughs> That's how I want to get introduced to every family gathering or out anywhere out in public. Is there actually like a lot of uh, videos on YouTube up uh, paranormal investigators checking this place um, out? So one video that I watched was just one guy in the daytime just going to go check out the monument and tell the story. So yeah. it wasn't really even like a paranormal thing. It was more of like a this is the history I really to this weird place. Michigan like cemeteries that have been really documented like how we've been doing it lately. Where it's like, yeah, people might be like, here's the evidence. Well, a lot of people are scared to go to cemeteries in the dark because they don't want to get a trespassing charge, obviously. But there's also a lot of cemeteries out there that are like, come come look for ghosts here. That's doesn't matter as long as you're not destroying shit like and being respectful. Come on in. Like Nunica's like that. There's literally if you go to their website, they promote paranormal. Because oh, really? they know it's people rank it the number one, you know, most haunted cemetery in Michigan on multiple different like websites and stuff that I've been to. Do I believe that it's the most? No, I think Mouse Cemetery is way more haunted than Nunica. I think Nunica has more like pleasant spirits to be around, but Mouth is just dark. Like there's something weird <laughs> going on there, something really dark that likes to come around so i would really really be interested in checking out the bath school bombing like the location where they have their memorial and like where all those like i think it was like 32 kids died in in a bombing of a school and like a dude put a bomb in the basement that was like tons of dynamite worth of an explosion and destroyed the whole school 
And I would put money on it that there is some weird stuff that happened there at night or like, you know, disembodied voices of children and like just the full panic mode because the school wasn't like brought down straight to rubble, but like a good portion of it was just imploded and just destroyed. So it's like there has to be spirits there. Yeah, I would imagine that it would be pretty eerie at night. What year did that happen? It was like early, 1920 late, or something. Yeah, either late 1800s or early 1900s. Yeah, but it was I the definitely biggest. Heard, I've definitely heard of that one too. Yeah, it was the biggest like school mass death before Columbine, and I still think it's the biggest one in Michigan at that the point. And I think we at one point we looked up like the highest body counts of like killers that were from Michigan, and that dude had the highest body count because of what he did. And it's like that's insane and you killed a bunch of elementary school children like what a piece of shit it's almost essentially like a terrorist attack oh yeah 100%. yeah for sure before it was Straight even up. terrorism yeah before people considered that terrorism yeah it's just a terrible thing to do like how can you just go blow up a school like that's so fucked up you're disgruntled enough to go blow up kids like what the fuck man you got nothing to do better on a thursday i guess but I, I can only imagine the sounds that come out of there like at night or like I wonder, too, if like, say, like early in the morning, if you'll hear the sounds of all that, like reverberates through like just because it's an open field now from what I know. Like, they haven't yeah, done they have like they got a plaque. That's that's mm -hmm. it. Which is kind of sad, like yeah, just a plaque. You're just going to have a plaque for these kids. Like, come on now. We can do better. <laughs> we can do better. <laughs> Do you want me to bring up the, that one I was telling you guys about the the mausoleum one? Yeah, yes, please, definitely. Right, I don't know. More people should know about this one because this is a very bizarre story. So, this is not necessarily a, a cemetery, but this is a very well known haunted location in Michigan. So it's kind of a cemetery, but I'll just read it off. But this is actually pretty close to me. I've been here before. It's in Niles, Michigan. Um, so I'll just kind of read a little bit of bit of it from this article but um so there was this uh, old mansion that was built in 1847 um it, what does it say here thanks to all who occupied the house over the years it almost looks as gorgeous as it was built the day or the day it was built um it was constructed by a local whiskey distiller who sold it to an attorney strother beeson the place is called the beeson mausoleum by the way okay it makes sense so across the street from the mansion they had the, the family's private cemetery um, with the old family crypt dead center. So it's just literally a mausoleum. No other graves mm. that they know of. Um, just a fenced in area uh, of land dotted with trees was surrounded this lone crypt. Um, so basically, Strother built the tomb across the street as a final resting place for his mother, complete with his uh, it's like made of marble. Um, and it's still in really good condition because, I you know, like I said, I've driven by it before. I might have gone in there. I'll get to that in a little bit. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so Strother's son and daughter-in-law, William and Harriet, had a son, Job Beeson, born in 1869. One year later, the baby died, and he was placed inside the crypt alongside his grandmother. So this is where it gets really, really weird. Um, give me a second. Uh, sorry. You're good. Where is it? <laughs> so... Harriet Beeson was so overcome with grief, you know, from like the, the baby dying uh, that her mental state took a nosedive. So every night she would go into the crypt and treat the deceased infant as if it were still alive. She would put clean diapers on him every night 
give him wow. baths, rock him somehow, even feed him. She believed she he was afraid of the dark, so she would leave a lit lantern in the crypt to keep him from being scared. Huh. There wasn't much Strother could do about this, and he didn't try to dissuade her from her nightly rituals. In fact, he installed a carbide gas plant connected to a pipeline, which this kind of goes back where you're talking about like the straw down to the grave kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That ran that ran into the crypt to keep the lantern flame continuously burning. Wow. Harriet kept <laughs> Harriet kept his behavior up this behavior up until the, the, the weirdest thing happened. One night after feeding and bathing the lifeless baby, she proceeded to rock him, but by this time the body had de- decomposed so much Ooh. that that the eyeballs fell out of its head. Um, that's gross. <laughs> so to her f- severe shock that led her, like she was so like, like she went batshit crazy basically. So they put her in a sane asylum where she eventually died at the young age of 28. But, and then oh, she's wow. also buried in the crypt as well. So that makes a total of 12 relatives buried within the walls of the tomb. So, you know, people claim to hear like, like baby crying, uh, the, the woman screaming, you know, like, uh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's just the weirdest story, like the weirdest freaking story. Um, the only thing that sucks is that they don't allow paranormal investigators here, like at all. Like we've tried contacting the owners and they just want nothing to do with it. Huh. But I, I that have, means it's super haunted. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I actually, you know, it's private property, obviously. Um, it's right by the road too. Like you can't miss it. There's a big old stone wall and you'll see the, the mausoleum. And one night I actually went in there. I didn't post this video because for various reasons, but I went in there to check it out. And I, I swear to God, I heard like this weird noise from within the mausoleum, like swear oh. to God. And um, yeah, this is the strangest thing. Um, I think it's one of the weirdest uh, stories around here, at least in Southwest Michigan. Um, Cause if you look this up online, it's like one of the most haunted locations here in Southwest Michigan, but no one ever wow. gets a chance to investigate it because of the, of the owners. That's it's too bad. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that sounds awesome. That story is insane. Like she couldn't fathom that her baby was dead and just kept. Yeah. Acting like it everything. was letting it rot. Like, <laughs> oh. just the eyeballs popping out had me. I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> I just I can't. Oh, and then her time, like untimely death at 28, like that's suspect yeah. in itself. Like, wow. Yeah, and the mental hospital too. Oh yeah. Poor girl. Yeah. Man. She had a rough go at the end of her life there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just I, I, I'm curious to like what uh asylum she went to because I don't think it states as to which one it was. I would be curious to see. Like which yeah, one she yeah. I, I don't know how many of What if she went to like Penthurst? There? Yeah, right, right. That's so far away, though. It's not really. It's in Illinois. I mean, yeah, true. It's not terribly far, but that would be... I mean, that's where people... A lot of people got sent to Penthurst. Or Eloise. Or Eloise, yeah. Isn't that in Detroit? Is that... Because you guys went there. Yeah, it's outskirts of Detroit. Okay, yeah. That place is pretty cool. Although the whole compound was taken down and there was only one building left. Yeah. But uh, I do have another cemetery... I think you'll probably really like this story. Uh, It's called Foster Cemetery. And there is a legend. A legione. Of a girl. I'm trying to find her name. Uh, Minnie Quay. There it is. A young girl named Minnie Quay, about 15 years of age, committed suicide. 
by throwing herself into the lake from Smith's dock at Forrester. Uh, one afternoon last week, she was seen in the act of jumping by her little brother who was on shore. A quick alarm was given and men commenced at once to grab the body, but it was an hour before it was discovered. Her father is a mechanic in Smith's mill and highly suspect no cause is assigned for the rash. That's uh, from a newspaper article in 1884. You said that's Forrester Cemetery, or 1876, right? yeah. And that's for Forrester Cemetery? Yes. There was also a legend that said a, a group of school children perished in a fire. And when you go to the cemetery, you can hear all the little boys like rustling around and like being rough with each other and playing and stuff. But uh, a little more onto the story of Minnie Quay. Uh, so she was 15 years old and she fell in love with a sailor. And he had left uh, to go on a, a mission or whatever. And he never came back. His ship never came back. So she was heartbroken, and then that's why she jumped off the the dock and drowned herself. Uh, but it's said that she can be heard on the shores, because the cemetery is right on Lake Huron. Um, she can be heard from the, sh the shores screaming and sadness, and it's said that she tries to lure other little girls into the water. I've never heard of this one, actually. This is a, this is a new one for me. Yeah, it's in Port Huron. Do do like sailors or Lake like Huron? Sorry. Do like hailers or Jesus hailers? Sailors like <laughs> do they hear anything like with like like you know in their boats or stuff like nearby the shore or anything like that? Not that uh, has been ever reported. It's mostly women or young females that okay. she shows herself to or allows to hear. Here, it huh. doesn't really say much about. Um, men having any luck with contacting her or anything like that. It's mostly just females. So that's a pretty crazy story. And that's way up north, right? Yeah, Lake Huron. I think it's in Port Huron. I don't really even have a location for the cemetery. This is Carsonville. Carsonville? I don't know, Carsonville I, I don't know where that's at. I don't either. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. We could talk about Ada since we've been to Finley Cemetery. Yeah, you've been to Finley, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. What did you think of that place? I thought oh. when we went, it was pretty, like, meh. We didn't have much luck there at all. I uh, I got some good stuff out of there. Yeah, you did. Um, I really now, liked that episode. I Now, this whole story about the Ada witch and all that, I think, is complete bullshit. Yes. Right. Uh, 100%. That place... For sure has activity. I can guarantee you that. Uh, yeah, that I seen a I seen a full body apparition there when I was in high school. Really? Yeah. Because that's that's the thing. Because they what is it like the lady in white is supposed to like what's like I seen a man holding like, a lantern. Really like old fashioned, like, uh, oil powered lantern. Like what? Well, like an app? Like does it look like a real person or is it kind of like yeah. a? You could see the what? light, like. You could see the light like coming off of him. You could tell it was a man, and you could you couldn't make out like what he was wearing or anything, but you could make out that it was a person, and he was just walking. And me and five other people seen it, and we were like thinking someone was fucking with us. So we all we were all hockey players, and we just all got <laughs> up and ran after it, and it disappeared behind a tree. What the fuck? 
They no got way. behind a tree and it never popped out the other side. And there was, we got to the tree and there was no one there. And it was in like the middle of the cemetery. It wasn't like they could have just ran out. We would have seen them. See, that's what I'm dying to see on investigation. Something like right. that. Like I just that's be like mind blown. One of like, the reasons what? why I do this now, because like <laughs> that experience was so like invigorating and yeah, like I want to see it again. I've never seen anything like that ever again in my life. Um, yeah, so like the first thing that blew my mind there was um how I found uh God, I gotta remember her name. Uh do you remember her name? The witch. I gotta think about it for a second. It's been a minute. Oh, oh. I don't think I have her name. I don't remember. Down here. Uh is it oh Sarah McMillan, isn't that is it? Isn't that I it? think you're right. That, yeah, sounds, that sounds right. right. Yeah, I believe it's I think it's Sarah McMillan. You can double check though, but so we were looking, we, you know, we went to that cemetery and then, um, the first like 20 minutes, dude, we were looking around for specifically for her grave. You know, she's claims to be the Atta witch is what everyone says, you know, we're looking around for 20 minutes. And I just remember it was, it was dark as shit. And I just had like a flashlight and I tripped over something and I was like, <laughs> damn it. And then I was like, no fucking way. That's her grave. Huh. Cause like on her grave, um, it's a new headstone. They used to have an old one that was held up by like two wooden planks, but yep. people kept fucking with it and destroyed it. So I think there's this author or something that donated a new headstone for her and it's like brand new and it's like into the ground. So like no one can like destroy it. Yeah. Really, it took us know? forever to find it too. Yeah. yeah. It took over many, but, many but tombstones. Let there. me ask you, th let me ask though, like when, cause this is what I tripped over was. And I, I want to know if you guys, when you did it, um, if it was there, it had a, a cross that was held up by like a twig yep. or like a, like, yeah, it was the same thing. Yeah, that's what I tripped over. So I was like, the dude's like, no way, dude, you tripped over the grave you're looking for. But um, so that was weird. It's just a weird coincidence right there. But the first responses I got through the spirit box when I, when I started trying to communicate with her was because um, it says on the headstone that she died of typhoid fever. Right. Right. So I asked what, you know, how did you die? And it said typhoid, like I think huh. two or three times. Whoa. That's a, that's so crazy. Yeah. And then I asked, um, I forget what it, what it was, but I was like, you know, there's, there's stories that claim that you're a witch. Is that true? And it said, no, if I remember right, I would have to go back and look at the video, but like the first few responses were just batshit crazy, like spot on. Yeah, and, really um, uh... and this was the first investigation too, where I first used my music box and that yeah. was going off like crazy that night. Yeah. I remember um, that from the video. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I had a lot of luck there. Maybe you guys didn't, but I can for sure say there's definitely activity there. But as far as like the Ada witch legend, I think it's complete bullshit. Yeah. It's a shame. Me too. I Me do. Too. I do remember when we went to Ada though, we were getting responses from what seemed like, like world war two vets and things like that. We're, we were like, you know, like, thank you for your service and all that. And then all of a sudden our EMF detectors would start going off. It's like, that's weird. Yeah, we had most most of the luck that we had there was with the EMF using that to facilitate responses. Mm -hmm. But we did have one voice come through. We asked how many spirits there was and it said three, right? Is it three or 16? I don't remember. Three or 16. Yeah, it was something weird. Like, and it we looked it up. It had some type of like, spiritual the number had some type of like spiritual meaning so i i'd have to rewatch our video it's been so long since i watched it but but even like the Same vibe here. that we got there was like 
it doesn't feel charged tonight. And then we went to, I think we went to mouth that same night and it was like, okay, now I'm actually like feeling something weird. Wait, how far is, is mouth in, in Finley cemetery from here? It was like an hour and a half drive. Oh, okay. I was like, damn, I should have went to mouth. We drove from Muskegon to Ada and spent like three hours there. And then we're like, we ain't done yet. When we drove all the way to Mouth, <laughs> past Muskegon into Montague, <laughs> we were like, "Okay, okay, we well, do that this makes now. more sense now." Because I was like, was "Man, if I would have known that, I would have just went to Mouth right afterwards." But if it's an hour right. and a half, you know, screw it. And no, yeah, it would added a lot of time to your trip. <laughs> For yeah, sure. it was a very early morning. <laughs> would you guys go back to? Okay, like so, Nunica. I know you guys love Nunica, so like, mm. would are you guys planning on going back there this year? Probably. Yeah. Probably and, because we didn't. We only got one video filmed there last year because we kept having. Well, we got spooked too. We were jumping fences and we're like, we can't go in here. And it's like, uh, either we did, yeah. Like it's, this is fine. Like let's just walk in there next time. Like it's fine. And then you guys plan on? Or do you? What about Ada? Do you want to go back there? Or do you think? It oh was yeah, kind of a bust. Okay. Y- yeah, I would. I would like to go back and retry it. Maybe try some different techniques that we didn't try before. Oh yeah, and I, and I, I want to hit all these places we're talking about so far, especially the ones we've both been to, just because it's been a, almost a year now, and I've you know learned a lot more in, through investigating with exactly. like, different devices. So like, I feel like it'd be so much better this time. Yeah, exactly. Same here. Like, I have so many new techniques that I want to try. Like, I feel like we hold the EMF detector a lot. We need to start placing it places. I want because if you move it at all, it kind of lights up wants to jitter. If you like kind of bump it yeah mm. i suggest laying it down yeah. and also keep in mind like the with the phones and stuff and you know or even cameras it can make it go off yeah so it's it's really tough to like really say that some of the stuff is like concrete you know like especially when you don't have like a voice evp to back what's going on or like an orb or yeah. something i don't know i i feel like with paranormal you always want two things to happen at the same time. You either want to catch a voice and have a reaction like spike in the EMF, or you want to catch an orb and catch a voice right after like two things. If you get two things, it kind of helps the validation of what's happening. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes complete sense. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because otherwise thing it's just like an anomaly. And then, yeah. Yeah. No, I get completely what you're saying. It makes total sense. I have a. Or did you have one you wanted to bring up? Go right ahead. We're yeah. looking at notes now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find my okay, next one. I, I, if you didn't have this one in a, in a bit, we should we should do the Pierre Chenet one because that's one. I, I literally really just clicked on that. We can do <laughs> we that can one talk next. About it right now, we can do yeah, that one right it. now if you All right, want. Let's, let's do let's do it. <laughs> so we had mentioned it earlier uh, at the beginning of this live stream, Pierre. Chini Chenet Cemetery. Uh, (laughs) Basically, was a bustling town in Roscommon in 1917, and nearly everyone in the town had died of diphtheria. Good job. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how it's said. Uh, And basically, just became a ghost town. Uh, Visitors to the cemetery claimed to have seen lights in the surrounding woods or to have found unexplained handprints on their cars. Uh, this local is also remains of the old bustling town of Piercini, 
which was founded as a lumber settlement in the 1870s, and it was slowly abandoned. Like that ghost are just slapping your bumper, like, get gone! <laughs> I, I've never seen a handprint on my car after Neither. paranormal. I've had other people say stories like that, but I feel like that's just a wise tale. Maybe. And Captain Hook's real. Now, it was, it was, they're saying it was the plague that wiped out the whole town, right? Like, because I remember it actually happened pretty quickly, too, that plague that yeah. wiped out the, because I think diphtheria. they had, like, yeah, like they had like I forget what over like a thousand, two thousand people in a span of like two or three years. It like went down to twenty five, and then yeah, just nothing, nothing. Yeah, and then people kind of just said, "I'm out of here." So, <laughs> is it just a cemetery is left, or is there like actual like buildings from? No, this I heard there's build. There is. Yeah, there's remnants of the town left too. I want to go through all of it. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. This the cemet the cemetery I believe is off the because it was built the town was built off like a like a railroad um station kind of thing yep. yeah and I heard the cemetery like it's off the beaten path like you kind of have to do some walking to get to it but it's next to the railroad track oh and it's so just it's literally like a, foot, a footpath to get to it pretty much yeah yeah okay. and I believe I think there's only like ninety graves there okay but th- I've heard so many weird stories about the cemetery. Um, as far as like, because the whole thing is they they think like a witch cursed the town. Um, oh a, yeah, yeah. A lot I'm... of buildings were like burnt down, huh? And there's like different theories that they're like, oh, they burned it down because they're trying to, you know, the plague stuff was going on. So they're like, we gotta screw this town, kind of thing. <laughs> but they also think it was the witch, the the you know, like the magical powers of like the witch that burnt these buildings down as well. She said, "Hocus pocus, burn this bitch <laughs> down." <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Like uh... <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> and then what was That's the other thing? Cool. The um, the um, shit. I got. I think I have it pulled up in here. So I'm actually. This is actually. I don't know if you looked it up, but this is like rated the number two in the country, or at least the oh. Midwest for for uh. Witch, a uh, witch grave, huh? Really? That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, witch hunts are real. Like some of the stories that I've seen and heard about witch hunts are like fucking crazy. Like my sister's a witch because she has a pot of boiling water. Like <laughs> burn her, fuck it, kill her. I don't care. You you accused her, so she must be. <laughs> yes, yeah, you were. No, she's a witch. Um, it says it was around fifteen hundred people. And then in 1897, the outbreak returned, killing even more. Um, and it dwindled down to, yeah, I was right, 25 people by 1901. Jesus. And then 18 people by 1917. And then the town was sold off in an auction, it says. And the remaining townsfolk, like, they dipped the fuck out. They're like, I'm out kind of thing. This you is know? bad juju. Yeah. And then another <laughs> strange thing uh, is that the town is covered in a strange mossy grass and no other types of vegetation grow there why yeah yeah why just why like no wildflowers no grass just moss it's all the dead bodies just turn this like <laughs> whole plot of land into like this crazy moss ridden place i that's that's insane though the amount of death that like came so quickly is just crazy so quickly like they barely even had time to like gear up for it it was kind of just like boom, six, six. six I mean, you six, don't six. have the medical know-how back then to really do no, much about definitely. it, other than just like here, water here. And here's I'm pretty a wet sure diphtheria 
killed about 99% of the people and infected because there was no known cure. And it, it actually, so from what I know about the virus is it acted a lot like COVID to the fact that it was like a, a really fast spreading virus. Was it a respiratory thing? And it was an upper yeah. respiratory infection, similar to the plague, but you know, the plague turns your it lungs just shut black. your organs down. Yeah. And shuts everything down. So that's fine. Oh, so here, you want to hear a weird story about it too? Yes. So it, apparently it says that vandals have also been caught like digging up graves there, like looking for jewelry and stuff. What? And, and, Grave robbers? Yeah. And there, uh, some of these people serve time. And it says, in fact, I remember reading this one time. It said one oddball incident involved a teenager who dug up a grave and then drove around the town with the corpse's skull displayed in its rear view win- or rear window. Wow. And, later, <laughs> and then in later years, that same guy became the sheriff of Crawford County. Holy shit. What the frick? <laughs> what the hell? That's, That's messed up. I mean, your past is your past. So, I mean, if you change your ways, maybe. But, like, that's crazy. I couldn't even imagine digging up somebody's grave. Like, that's that's sacred territory for me. I could oh, yeah. never. I, it. I couldn't take a gravestone and I couldn't dig someone up. I can't unsanctify the sanctuary. No. Yeah, and I was right. It says um, it's the number one witch grave in Michigan, and it's number two in the United States. And that's really ranking. awesome wow yeah we definitely got to make sure well, that you we think get of out like there. louisiana where like um what is it like they have like ah, i can't remember the county but like they have like that huge like witch museum and like it's like that's probably like the number one in the country for like witches like it's not blair witch because that's a movie what am i thinking of I'm oh sure. salem is it salem virginia or massachusetts i don't remember but like that's that's what they always say is like salem's all about the witches and it's like well Michigan's got number two bitches. Yeah, and I hear um, a lot of kids haunt this cemetery, I believe, too, because that's where you sit, like, the handprints on the, the vehicles. That's very well known. Like, huh. The legend there. And I heard, too, because, like, this is what's creepy about it is because to get here, you have to go on this old dirt road that goes, like, far into the woods to get to this. And then you have to, like, walk a little bit to get to the cemetery. So, like, that's what Sounds I was telling you guys. awesome. The, like a camping trip would be the perfect ideal situation oh, yeah. for this location. <laughs> that makes me think Blair Witch, <laughs> but that sounds awesome. That sounds oh, so yeah. freaking cool. And, uh, I, yeah, exactly. Blair I'm Witch. so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to go there. Just get your ten, and all of a sudden, this, there's just this like has a bunch literally of been years. like the number one on my list since last summer. I never got a chance to go here, but it's been on my list. So that's why I was super I didn't excited even when know I told you guys about until this. Not really. really. Yeah, I, I just found out about it. Like. Because people weeks ago, people claim actually claim that this is the number one most haunted cemetery place in Michigan. Like you can read it online. Even it, yeah. some some people say it even beats Nunica. And uh, after us being both to Nunica, like it might. Like I don't know. I can't say yeah, I so because so, I've never been this. there. But yeah, but you have to experience it for yourself. But it sounds yeah. amazing. Like the whole storyline is crazy. We could cover... I mean, since we just mentioned it, we might as well talk a little bit about Mouth. Yeah, you guys, especially the stuff you guys can got. I'm, I'm excited to hear Mouth more is about so this. Fun. Yeah, I mean, obviously we caught that insane shadow figure there. We've caught so many spirit box voices, Disembodied intelligent... screams that we didn't get on camera, but it was like, you walk out of your car and you're... Yeah, like I, I definitely recommend uh, our viewers to go watch the video we posted last week 
because me, Alex, and Chase went there. I actually, first time ever, had a spirit inflict pain on me. I'm 100% At, ma- at mouth? At yeah. mouth. We were getting in insane emf spikes like literally just like pegging out like going crazy and it started responding intelligently like making it go off and not and like making it go crazy and then i'd be like stop and it just stop and all of a sudden i felt what felt like someone grabbing me right here as hard as they could like squeezing my shoulder to the point where like i couldn't even like you know get my shoulder up it was hurting so bad yeah i was just (laughs) limping it and i asked after like five minutes of me going fuck like this hurts what's happening (laughs) like why is this happening i finally was like i gotta see if it'll we can get answers from the emf and i asked if it was hurting me and it basically was confirming that yeah spirit's doing this to you and Mouth was the first time. As quick as it came, it just went away. And then as the pain went away, the EMF stopped going off. Holy shit. And they say that the well that they have there, if you pump it, like bad things will happen to you. So one time when I did it, I had scratches all down my back. And like that was the first time when I actually was investigating that anything that I had like physically happened to me. And there was like three distinct like scratches down my back. I didn't walk into a tree or anything like that. The last time he went there as well, he also had scratches on his neck. Mm -hmm. So like, what's the back? Tell it. Can you tell a little bit about like the background story? Like why is this place known to be like so dark and stuff? Because I heard it was built on like an ancient Indian burial ground. Yeah. And there was two warring tribes that basically killed each other off within like, like the recent, like, I don't want to say recent, like the very like close proximity to where the burial ground is. And they say that there are Indian remains that are Native American remains that are still in that cemetery that might not have headstones or whatnot. But there, but there are oh. like, there is one where there's like, like from, she was, um, from my understanding is it was tribe, an but. Indian burial ground first. And then they put plots over it. And then they put like. plots over that years and years later. That's a big no-no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that explains and maybe the scratching now. Now I can understand I a little think, bit more. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> right right on like, what is it? Like the mouth of um of a river or maybe it was like a an inlet from the lake. That's There's right a bayou there. there. Yeah, so like it was like the closest access they had to water. So like I would imagine that like probably like even like a tribe at one point had lived on that land. And like you can't really like say that oh there aren't like remains still there or whatnot in the ground do people do people find like arrowheads and artifacts stuff like that i don't, I don't know, know about if people that. dig it up too much to be honest like i i know this... there was a lot of vandalism so people are pretty weird oh about yeah that. i've heard about that because i mean this this fucking place is literally in the middle of the goddamn woods right oh yeah. yes yeah and it's overgrown as hell and it seems like I... every grave plot too is like older than dirt like you can't see some of the names are writing on the like the stone because it's so i heard out. some of them are, were from back from the 1700s i heard is that yeah. true too yeah there's mm-hmm. that's the, uh, the cemetery has been there since since the 1600s no fucking way mm. yeah and then there's there's other like folklore too that there was a mad scientist who lived in the area and yeah. he was on the board that you know like commissioned the place to be built and whatnot and uh i forgot his first name but his last name's sedoni yeah he actually wrote a paranormal like psychic book 
that's what he did for a living is he researched psychic abilities and the paranormal. And this was back in the 60s when you were looked to be crazy if you thought anything about ghosts. Right, right. That's, dude, I, this, this is another one that's going to be on my list. Well, it's already been on my list, but I, I, I plan 100% to go here this year. And I want to do it with you guys, considering you guys oh, yeah. have been here multiple times. Mm. And just hearing about the shit that you guys dealt with from going here, like, it's insane. Yeah, one spirit that's there is uh, Captain William Robinson. He uh, was the lighthouse tendant, which there's there's a lighthouse near it, which is the lighthouse that he, he stationed, the um, White River Light Station. Oh, I've heard uh, of that one. That's White that's Hall. actually yeah. that's not that far from there. No, it's not no, too terribly. It's not far. too far away at all. Oh, uh, it's actually a museum now. But he died at the age of eighty-seven, and he we have definitely communicated with him at the uh, the cemetery. Oh, wow. His his uh, family plot has like a huge historical placard, and then it's basically got a fence around it. You can tell exactly where his grave is. That's yeah, crazy. he said he said to like do the like go from the lighthouse back to his grave where his family's at. So like they said he haunts both places. Yeah. That'd be so cool to do like that and try to communicate with him again there and then do a connection video doing the lighthouse because that's another one that's been on my list is to do a lighthouse right. this year. But I heard those yeah. are so hard to get into as far as the investigation. One go. name that we've gotten there multiple times is Lee, but we can't find any. We've never found a headstone that says Lee on it. And Robert Ely. <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> who knows there could like honestly who knows what who or what could be there there could be some type of portal there we don't i don't know like well, it's just, just the, a, the native american stuff let alone just that oh, makes yeah. more sense now like the darker energy kind of stuff because that stuff because you don't want to mess that with picture we time. took like was a dark spirit like solid black mass it oh. was like six feet tall maybe taller no i think it's more like nine right yeah, it was like eight or nine feet tall if i remember that like, picture that that was crazy was so that was insane weird. and like we were we we had a pretty good night before that just walking around like getting evps getting the EMFs. craziest thing that was happening that night is you know cold spots right oh but yeah it was yeah. so hot that day and there wasn't really it was muggy it was super muggy but you'd just be standing there and all of a sudden you just feel this pocket of cold like the perfect shape of a human but there like wasn't a breeze come next to you and like it was moving from each of us and we were documenting like five degree temperature drops on our mel meters oh yeah that's crazy so i was gonna say did you have a mel meter during that because that'd be perfect for that but yeah you yeah if you had one there you go that's yeah insane. it was pretty it was like this moving mass of cold and that was as soon as we got there well, like, the did you have did you have did you have multiple mel meters that like yeah i think I, okay. we had both three we had both but now we have three if you count mm -hmm. chase's equipment yeah and it seemed like all of our equipment was just going crazy there even though it's like you said in the middle of the woods where it's like what the fuck is happening right now yeah, yeah the only thing this... electric back there is the freaking scary light that they have in the parking lot <laughs> now, is this place like is it in the middle of nowhere or is there like what is it close by like anything any there's a church down there's, the road. Yeah, there's a, an old school that like got transformed into a church and that and i did my community service and there's there a house at the bottom of the hill <laughs> there's a house at the bottom of the hill uh there's a couple houses near it but it's mostly just woods and, and you don't ever have to worry about like people coming in there and screwing with you. Like it's people I mean, are kind of we, afraid of it. It, it could happen. <laughs> I, I say, guess people know about it. So like, and like, it's, it's kind of harder to find if you don't know where you're going. 
But like, I'm sure the residents that live in Montague and Whitehall all know where to go and go there. Cause that's, that's how I found out about it a really long time ago was like a couple of my friends that lived out in Montague were like, you ever been to mouth? And I was like, what are you talking about? And the next thing you know, we're like, we take a, a late night trip down there and just park in the dirt parking lot that they have. And it's not even like a parking lot. It's like a turnaround where like you go down a, yeah like a backwood, like road that turns off into a dirt road that turns onto another and then you road. like there's someone's driveway and then there's the road to the cemetery and you kind of just don't go it in their driveway like, it looks <laughs> like a two-track that you go down to get to it uh-oh what, what? Do, do our screen just went crazy on this end there no, we go it's fine we just I timed might, out it might yeah it might have went to screensaver <laughs> <laughs> is, so is this considered like the the oldest cemetery in michigan i, I don't know about say that maybe i think Elmwood is the oldest cemetery in Michigan, which is in the Detroit area. It's a Jewish cemetery and it's massive. I How old is that one? Because if you said this one was essentially they started like in the 1600s, like I'm uh, sure they're probably both 1600s, but it's it's got to be like a couple year difference between like some burial plots because that would make sense to me because there are quite a few really old burial grounds around West Michigan that have held up and done the past of time and whatnot. Oh, are you Googling it? Yeah. The old Google search. <laughs> uh, so Elmwood says 1846. So what's... uh? It's got to be older than that. I would say... I would honestly say Mouth is probably the oldest. It probably doesn't get that kind of reputation because it, it isn't beautiful and pristine like well, It's got to be the, cre- the creepiest looking one. It's got to be. Oh, like, I, it's in the middle of... The- I think so. <laughs> bro yeah it seriously it's very creepy like you 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 pull up to it and you're like why is there a cemetery here <laughs> like this shouldn't wonder, be here yeah you wonder if like they're still burying people there and they are that's the craziest part is like we found some fairly new yep. like burial plots like 2019 yeah and i was like wow. there's no way it's overgrown everything's all busted out looking but it's the like, thing what? is is people's families have owned plots there for years and years and years so it makes sense too and it, i mean you technically don't have to put a body there you can just put a headstone there if you right. want right right but still there was fresh dug up dirt so i was like that's crazy <laughs> so would you say this is the the most craziest uh michigan cemetery that you've been to you guys have been to yeah, we've well? been to i would yeah, say yeah yeah by far just out of the evidence we've caught how i've felt when i'm there all of that like the numerous occasions of things just constantly happening like we've always had something happen there yeah, you can't We're say that it's a hun- you know 100 percent activity every time so right it's almost like we're becoming frequent flyers and they know who we are <laughs> no yeah it does seem like that like i i feel like do you think spirits can remember you because i feel like they told oh yeah that. oh for 100 percent, 100 percent, yeah and i I've think if they remember you you're like if we were to go to Nunica again, I bet you Emily would probably remember us because I used to I've been there like probably seven times and I've gone during the day too just to see if activity like by myself and I've had voices come through the spirit. Watch box. my wallet turn up. I would just <laughs> holy again. shit. And uh the bond guy, he he loves talking to me. Every time I go there, I always have him come through. Really? Yeah, I, I think I think it's true. I've I've had I've gone to a place a couple times and I've been like, "Do you remember me?" And I'd be like, "Yeah," and then, and then it says my name, so it's like what? I haven't had my name yeah. said yet. I think Alex has. Though. You've never had your name. You've never had your name. No, said yet? Alex oh, has dude. though, because 
Just I think wait. they get mad at him sometimes because he, he, he jokes around too much. <laughs> well, I think he tells too many jokes, and I think they he ain't taking it serious enough. They like pick. I feel like spirits don't like that. Like, I mean, sure, it's fun to joke around with them, but at the same time, it's their you know one opportunity to get something out. You know, like the craziest one I got was, and this was all on the same night. We did a, a overnight at a haunted hotel. And um, that night, not only it said my real name, my actual real name, which I was like, what the hell? It also said my dad and his brother's name right after another. What the fuck? And I I didn't say any of these names that entire night. So how the hell would it know that? Like, I was like, that's crazy. That's super weird. It's almost like they can key into your mind and your thoughts. Yeah, exactly. I think they honestly can. We'll have it. Like, have you ever felt the emotions of a spirit? Like, emotions that weren't your own? Uh, when we just did this Masonic Lodge investigation, um, I had, where I, I don't know, if, have you guys watched that one? Not yet. I was planning you, on you, it. We should watch that one. Because um, it's not in the video, because I think we cut filming after that. But after the incident in the basement that happened, um, I felt like I wanted to cry. Like straight oh, up, like, and like this overwhelming feeling of like sadness. I've never experienced anything like it. It, it was like, yeah. I literally wanted to cry. So yeah, I, it, yeah. I think they can toy with your emotions for sure. I had something similar happen. It wasn't necessarily my emotions, but it was my physical state, like how I felt. Uh, I was in Alaska. I investigated uh, an old morgatory that was turned into a business where people rent out rooms for business meetings and stuff and i was in the basement investigating at the the mouth of the old incinerator or whatever incinerator where they burn people's bodies (laughs) crazy side note on this too they used that furnace that they burned people's bodies in to heat the entire town oh shit wait what yeah palmer alaska and it's a true true thing i stayed in the hotel up there where if i would have went into the basement which i've talked to management since so if i ever go back up i can get permission to go into the tunnels there and investigate down there there was a jail down there there was a general store uh and yeah it was all heated by the thing that they used to burn the bodies but (laughs) i was down there and having a spirit interact with us and i uh i'd asked it how it had died and almost immediately after i'd asked it how it had died my breathing got really slow and it got tough to breathe. Like it felt like I was getting pinned up against a wall with like a thousand pounds on my chest. And I was like starting to like fade away. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Like my mind was just like going away. I couldn't think and like my, I couldn't breathe. I had to go outside. Like that was the most I'd ever, that's the only time I've ever been in an investigation. I go, I need, I need a breather. Wow. Yeah. That's very interesting. Cause I've heard people like that. It takes, sometimes it can take your breath away. Like, like just what you said. Like, yeah. And I was thinking like, maybe he was trying to make me feel the emotions of like, he, maybe he'd suffocated to death. Cause he had told me that he was murdered and it was an unsolved murder. I remember that. And I think maybe he was choked to death and then never that found. Could be very, that could be very possible, especially with the breathing thing. That would make a lot of sense. 
Then I mean, I my experience when we went to Eloise was like pure terror almost. We're like, I walked up to a room and I like turned to look into it and it was just super dark and like it just had that heavy feeling and I was just like, I haven't been scared this entire time I'm here, but now I have this like back of my mind scratching where like something bad is here. And like I, I couldn't put my thumb on it where it's like I'm not scared, but like I have this feeling in my gut that like it's just bad. Like it was weird. I remember that room. It was darker than all the other rooms on that hallway too. Yeah, like it, it was it, just weird. Like, it almost gave you like a vertigo feeling where you're like, What's yeah, it was happening? like once you walked through the doors, you went through a threshold of darkness. Like the dark in there was darker than the room next to it, and there was no light in either of these rooms. Like it just was darker. Just the dark abyss, just an abyss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or the same thing kind of happened at the old Lincoln County Jail too, where like one of the cells, like I walked into, and it felt like I just got charged with electricity. And then when we were coming home from the Lincoln, I ended up falling asleep in the car ride home, and I had a vivid dream where I was back in front of the jail cell, and I got rushed by something, and I woke up, and I was just stunned. Where I was like, I remember everything. Like I had the most lucid dream of my entire life. And I was like, is that coincidence? Like, I don't think so. That's that's very bizarre. Yeah, it was very it was bizarre. cool, but it was like scary. your like your life life flash before your eyes kind of thing. Like I know. It was like it was like that exact moment that I had lived where like we walked into like where I walked into the cell and I was like, This is charged with like electricity right now. And I was like, I haven't felt any. We actually caught else. a voice at that that time when we felt mm-hmm. that energy. That's we uh there was a spirit, he had a horse named Oh, his name was Lady. William Robinson, and he had a horse named Lady. And we asked him if his horse was named Lady, and on our recorder, we had a voice that goes, it was. Or it's, it was either oh. it was or, oh, yeah. Yeah. We but tell. it was really low, and like it was gravelly compared to what me and him talk like. And we were like, that's not me. Like, 100% I remember not me. we would, I think it was like a couple days after we got back, we were just sitting in my living room all had headphones in listening to recorders and i just go oh my god <laughs> i was like what the fuck was that and for like a good two hours after that we kept replaying it replaying it. And we're like i i didn't say anything like what the fuck is this and that that's the best thing i think about evps talking about evps again is like that's why you know sometimes i'll play them back in the video but there was like the one we did on this last investigation, which I hadn't released yet, but I didn't listen to it till I got back. And we were all sitting here in the living room. I was like, I'm just going to play this back. All right. Started playing it. And then it, the, the, whatever it said, because I don't want to release it yet. What it, what it said. Yeah. But <laughs> it said whatever it said. And I mean, all of our faces were like, what the fuck was that? Like, that was, oh man. It like gave me chills, like right oh, up my 100% spine. Like, I was like, dude, yeah. no way. <laughs> your, your hair stands right up. You're like, oh my God. Yeah, and I feel like it's like. It's almost like bringing the, the investigation to your home still because it's like the investigation is still not over with because you have a little piece of it in this recording device. So like you might be done at the location, but you still have it with you because you, if you get something in this, it's still going on. It seems like that's what you I like. About it. It's like, like you've like, been followed home. Me? Uh, yeah, uh, I've had that. Well, OK, maybe not to my home, but to different locations. OK, Um. That one thing I was kind of telling you about earlier in the stream um, where that was playing like hot and cold or like tag with a kid. Um, That same kid followed me to another investigation and said its name. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, I forget what the name was. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. Is this you? Did you follow us from this place? And it was like, yes, I did. 
And I was like, dude, wow. no, no freaking way. So yeah, I, I, to answer your question at home, I'm not entirely sure. I do have activity in here sometimes. So that's a possibility. But right. to, to, one that was confirmed almost was to a different location. Kind yeah. Of thing. I know Chase, the, you know, Chase is the guy who goes to cemeteries by himself. Oh, the, the blindfolded the wild boy. Yeah, and blindfolds <laughs> himself in cemeteries. He went to a cemetery in Plymouth. I don't remember what it's called, uh, but it's a really old cemetery and it's in the woods. It's similar to mouth, like just doesn't make sense. There's a cemetery where it is. And he says he came across a very, very dark spirit that followed him all the way to his house and is still haunting him to this day. Has he like, tried he like, would... saging or anything like that? Or yeah, like... he's tried some stuff, but it it won't leave him alone. Like uh, I remember I worked at the car dealership with them and he was a car salesman. It was he's not anymore, but uh, he came over to my desk and he's like bro the weirdest shit just happened he's like i have this hot wheels car <laughs> and it just rolled off the table by itself and it's been sitting there for months never moved once and it just started rolling off his desk so weird <laughs> did he like bring out the spirit box or something be like who the hell was he, he thought about it because he had it with him actually he was just sitting on his desk he's like I don't want anyone from work to see me. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, what the hell is going on here? Seeing like we had, like I had when I came home from Eloise, like I'm pretty sure we got fall like me and Jenna because my fiance came with us that time, and uh, in my daughter's room we have this really small rocking chair, and we have a camera in there to watch her when she goes to oh, bed. God. So if she gets oh, up, we can, yeah, we can know if she gets up, and. I think it was like a couple nights after that. It was like the next day, bro. It, was it the next day? It was probably the next day. And like we were watching her in her room, like getting ready for bed. And then that rocking chair just started doing its oh. thing. And I was like, no, no, not my kid. That's got to be like just, one of the creepiest things besides like the dolls moving is just like a rocking oh yeah. chair moving on. Just I don't know. It just day, creeps me out. Me too. <laughs> just the other day, didn't she say she was seeing a man? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The other night, like literally like last night. No, the night before last. She comes into my bedroom at like four in the morning with her blanket and stuff and like crawls into bed and crawls all over my face and stuff. And then I was still out of it. And I guess my fiance was just like, like, go to bed, honey. And she was like, who's that in the door? Or like, who's that man? And I was like, what is she talking about? I was like, Did, oh, like is, is TV on? Like, no, like not at all. And she just a couple of times was like, who's that? And I was like, no. We're not doing this. Like, go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing this tonight. This happened to be at four in the morning, too. Exactly. Oh, All the times, too, she's, like, pointed up at our attic in our, our bathroom. Weird oh, place geez. to have an attic. But And she was like, like, there's someone up there. And I was like, nope, I ain't going up there. Like, <laughs> it's already creepy enough that it's above my fucking shower. So, do you think? Just, so, do just you, think so you know, she's, like, two years old, and one of her favorite shows is Ghost Adventures. Loves it. Really? <laughs> yeah, she loves and it. it. So this is what I'm going to say. Do you think? Kids, like almost like animals, like dogs and stuff. Do you think they have a capability of like seeing spirits at that? Well, for kids at the certain age that they're at, more so yeah. than like we do. Like it seems like they can like see and hear stuff I at that. Think so? Like, because I've heard I so think, many cases about I this kind think of stuff. I'm 100 percent positive of it. Like I feel like kids are so susceptible to that, and like spirits have intelligence behind them most of the time like there are some residual spirits out there for sure 
that just repeat the same thing over and over again. But there's also spirits out there that are intelligent and they've been around for longer than any human's been alive. Well, and kids don't know what that stuff is. And yeah, kids don't have any uh, like common sense to it, basically. So they're not going to put two and two together. Yet. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's almost like a gonna... vampire, like a vampire kind of thing. You know how they say like the older vampires are stronger and have better powers than the the, the younger vampires, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, maybe. It's yeah, where the spirits go. Like, I don't know. It's just a theory, but and it's like a Benjamin Button effect, though. So it's like the younger kids, they're like, "Hey, I can fuck with this." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you yeah, want? Do it's... you guys want me to talk about? Um, oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go for I'll it. Say, talk about what you want. Oh yeah, I was gonna talk about uh, Lake Forest Cemetery. Um, Ooh, I don't think enough it. people uh, talk about this one. So um, the first thing is like they have it's known as like the Stairway to Hell. They have these. Actually, let me go back to that that article because I was gonna. There's actually a couple weird things about this one, and this has been is a, there yet another stairwell though. Yeah. Really. So That's yeah. Insane. So apparently there's a stairway that leads you up to the top of the hill where members of the fairy family are buried. The fairies were one of Grand Haven's founding families, which included Noah Ferry. Um, who else? Grand Haven, oh, Lake oh. Forest. This is right by us. I've been to that cemetery so many times. I Wait, really? Exactly you, you didn't even realize? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't even put two and two together. But yeah, I've so, been I've been to that stairway. I've never investigated this place. It's actually oh, this... one of my favorite places to go to go longboarding. Dude, no, get the, get the fuck out of here. Dude. I'm not even kidding. You didn't you. even it know about my favorite place to go longboarding. Yeah. It has, dude, well, it, as soon as you pull into the cemetery second entrance, there's this huge hill, bro. And you can just bomb yep. it. And it takes you all the way around it. And then there's this another the one. Hill. Yeah. That's, this has got to be it then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, dude, you got, we got to go here. You got to go here. Cause this has been on my list yeah. forever. So another thing about this cemetery that might not probably be in there. So there is a, we did an episode on this guy. His name is Frederick Holman. And he technically could be the very first world's serial killer. And he predated Jack the Ripper. He predates Jack the Ripper by like a year. And he predates H.H. Holmes by like three years. Uh, He's said to have killed, I think it was like 15 women. And he was from Germany and immigrated migrated like he's fucking elk. <laughs> immigrated from germany to grand haven got married what? had a kid who died when the wife was giving birth and his wife and his firstborn daughter are buried in that cemetery and it is said that he haunts that cemetery oh potentially wait, wait. He's not buried there, but his wife and no, his no he, he's but buried. still he was arrested yeah, he got locked up and put in prison in uh Ohio or Illinois? Illinois. It's like Ford County, Illinois. And he's very interesting because he actually built the gallows they hung him from. And wow. right before they dropped him to his death, he said, I will haunt everyone who accused me. Oh, my God. This just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> and then they buried him in an unmarked grave in a potter's field. No one knows where he's buried. The only thing left oh. of his remains is a skull because they cut his head off and studied his brain for science. And his skull is in at display at Illinois University. The University of Illinois? Yeah. Has his skull on display because it was the first Dude, that's, that's where he used to live. Really? 
Yeah, I, I lived uh, in Champaign, Illinois, for a long time. That's, that's awesome. crazy. That is crazy. If I would have known that, I would have tried to see where it was yeah. at. His his brain was the first brain ever like dissected and studied, uh, because he was a ser- serial killer. Oh my god! Before dude, they knew what is... serial killers were. Yeah, and he was really weird. How he, he liked to ha- he liked to hang people, which is funny because that's how he died. But it was right? like more like a garrote around their neck, and yeah. they hang them from bedposts. And yeah, doors. he he hung a like eighty year old woman from a doorknob with oh a God. with a a tie <laughs> was like, like wild isn't that how robin williams died or was I, that um it's i think you're right is unfortunately it? yeah i think that's yeah rest in peace robin yeah i was gonna say <laughs> I, I, I just kind of blurted that out but um no that's that's crazy though because um Oh yeah, I'll go. I'll go back to it. But I didn't. I did not know any of that. So this makes this yeah. place even way. I don't better. know why I didn't think I because I always think Grand Haven Cemetery. It's not the name of it at all. It's <laughs> Lake Forest. Um. So yeah, it has the stairway to hell is what they call it. Some people actually call it the stairway to heaven. So I guess it goes either way. Right. Um. So yeah, there's that. So where's the where it says about like. Something where, like, they say when people like die there, their spirits go all the way up the, the staircase or whatever. It just depends on the way the escalator is yeah. going. That so, day. since this is like <laughs> oh, my shit. local cemetery, I know I actually went on a haunted tour at this cemetery, so I know a lot about it. Um, there's actually an area at the Lake Forest Cemetery where over 500 children are buried in a mass grave because uh, when they turned Grand Haven has a place called Central Park. There's like a fountain, you know, it's like a, a nice park in downtown. That mm-hmm. actually used to be the original cemetery in Grand Haven. And when they were building the water fountain there, they actually uncovered multiple bodies. But before that became a park, they dug up all the children that had died from tuberculosis. That's where they had buried most of them. And they Instead of placing them all in their own individual graves, they just buried all the children together in one mass grave in that cemetery. Oh, man. There's what? no gravestones there either. It's just an open plot of land. They've started burying other people there now, but. Wow. And I can't believe you didn't tell me that you like you've been here and all this stuff like. Oh, yeah, I go there like. 20 times <laughs> a year and I've never. Oh, my God. Oh, my I, God. I, long, okay. I longboard there. <laughs> that's straight up i literally just, go specifically there to longboard so and, yeah go ahead oh so near there are these woods across the street from the cemetery and you can walk through these woods to go to the ymca mm-hmm. and in these woods multiple people have died back in those woods and i've always thought that it could potentially be haunted back there as well i think it says something about that actually because it says here, like, so the stairway to heaven or stairway to hell, it says when a person is buried at Lake Forest Cemetery, their spirit will journey up the stairs. Once at the top, if their soul is meant to go to heaven, an incredible white light will appear, which is interpreted as the door leading to the entrance of heaven. But if their soul reaches the peak of the hill and there's no light, they're damned and sent back to hell where the hell where hell is waiting for them. Um, that's so that's one weird um, thing about the cemetery. But this is the, these next two ones is what really is very interesting um so there's one thing called the the phantom gateway have you heard about that nope at least i haven't Maybe, so this I is know. this is this this was a really weird story so it says 
Back in 1979, a dad and his two sons were bicycling through the cemetery. After pedaling through the cemetery roads, they decided to continue their trip elsewhere. The dad wasn't sure where the exit was and continued to search. He decided to follow along the boundary fence that he thought would surely lead to an exit. Eventually, they came to an unknown exit on Lake Avenue that they wound up exiting through. For the next few days, this really was for the next few days, apparently, this was really getting under his skin. Um, he's like, where the heck was this entrance we used? Days later, he went back with one of his sons looking for that mysterious entrance slash exit. According to the man, he said, I didn't find the same entrance which we had exited on our bike trip. We didn't find it. I went back myself several times searching every possible road, both within the cemetery and from without. There was no such entrance or road as we used leaving the cemetery. He says the nearest exit he could find was about a mile from where he and his sons exited before. When huh. he regaled his tail, I think that's how you said it, his tails to his buddies, they admitted that they too had similar experience of passing through a phantom gateway that they could never find again, no matter how many times they went back to search. So that's another weird thing. And then there's the, the classic uh, legend of like the blue man. It said the blue man is said to be the ghost of Reverend William W.M. Ferry, one of the town's founding fathers. Yep. He sits upon his tombstone and the other nearby grave markers watching over the cemetery from the top of the hill in a form of like a blue light. So those are like two other weird scenarios or, you know, legends uh, about Lake Forest Cemetery that I found interesting as well. That bike one's wild to me. Yeah. yeah. It's like I've never heard of that. I de definitely had heard about Mr. Ferry being seen in the blue light. Uh, there's a couple other legends. I like it's been like five years since I did that ghost tour. So I don't remember everything that they talked about, but I know that there are multiple serial killers in that cemetery along with potentially Frederick Holman, which is someone that I want to go specifically try to speak to or speak to his family or try to speak to his family or like his wife. I believe also, and I remember looking this up because I was thinking about going here last year and, you know, don't quote me on this because I don't remember where the article is right now, but there is a connection to this cemetery, to this uh, building in the same town. I think it's, is this Grand Haven? Yeah, but that's where um, I'm from. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there, actually there's this building. I think it's like a retail clothes shop. And I believe I, again, don't quote me on this because I don't remember the exact story, but someone from that cemetery that was, that's buried in the cemetery hung themselves in this place. And this place is known to be haunted too. Um, you can read about it online. I think this shop or retail store is no longer there though. Like it went out of business because right. I tried contacting the lady and I tried it and it was like the phone line just kept ringing, but that place is known to have activity. I don't, it has some connection with someone that was buried in the cemetery. And I think they like, they either killed someone in there or they like hung themselves in there. Wow. Yeah. I, Grand Haven has a lot of stuff that happened, man. There's a lot of dark, like Grand Haven seems like a really nice tourist town and everything, but there's a lot of dark history in, in the town of Grand Haven. Like some some bad people have lived <laughs> in Grand Haven definitely <laughs> as much as they'd like you not to know about it like there's a spot um over by the Pier Marquette train downtown there used to be a house in this spot and you can't find anything on this uh but there was a man that lived in this house and he killed people 
and kept their eyeballs in jars. And when he got found out, he locked himself in the house and burnt it down. That's a good way to go. Just burn to a This crisp. was like in the, I want to say, early 60s. Wow. <laughs> that's uh, The that's, only reason I know geez. that story is because my friend's grandfather was the uh, sheriff. Oh, shit. And he was, at that time in his career, he was the lead investigator on that case. So you, so you know, like, because he... You live in Grand Haven, or you like live near it, kind of thing. I was born and raised there, but oh, I so, live. So you know I all the stories. Minutes, yeah, I only live five minutes from Grand Haven now. I live in between Grand Haven and Muskegon. Okay, well, I'm telling you this, dude. Like, if you live that close and you've been here, like, I, I got to come there, dude. We got to go to, we got to go to Lake Forest. Yeah, like, bring your longboard. <laughs> bring my, <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend actually has one, so she has one that's like it's like I saw it, it's like see through. It lights it's up really, on the wheels. Oh, those are oh, nice. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> I probably yeah, it's a really it's a really a pretty though. cemetery too. It's really well kept up, and I don't know how they would feel about paranormal investigators going on oh, in there because I've never well, heard. Here's of what I and this but, is what I've been doing, and I recommend it to you guys. But I mean, it takes more work. But ever since the end of last year, when I before it got too cold to keep doing cemetery stuff, I started all these locations, calling the, either the the police department or the township and notifying them like, hey. We're a paranormal team. We're coming in here to conduct this investigation. We're not here to fuck shit up, blah, 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 blah. I suggest doing that. And you'd be surprised. Literally like 98% of them were like, oh, that's fine. Just let us know like your, you know, your license plate number, how many people are going to be there, what time. And they're usually do huh. not give a shit. And they don't even like all the times they never patrolled once in there too. They don't even care. Huh. So, yeah, I mean, shoot, our buddy Chase got pulled over on their last investigation and the cop was like talking to him. And then they were like, you know, we have a taillight out. And then he was like, oh. What's all that in your front seat? And he's like, "Oh, it's all of our ghost hunting equipment." And then he's like, "Can I see some of it?" Yeah, he got him out of the ticket. He was like, "This stuff's really cool. Thanks for showing it to me. You're good to go. Just get <laughs> that light taken care of." <laughs> That's amazing. That's freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah, you would. I think a lot of people like worry about this kind of stuff, but like in the end, I think like some people just don't care. Like, like it's a new officers. age, right? It's a new yeah. age of time. Like. People look at paranormal stuff completely different than they used to. And people, most people are familiar with like ghost adventures and ghost hunters and all those shows that are on TV. And they're just like, oh, that's cool. You're crazy for actually wanting to go do that. I think everybody's right. curious. And like, I yeah, mean, who isn't curious. interested in what happens after death? That's why I do it. Because I want to exactly. know more. Exactly. If we can There's get only any one, answers. one location, one location I've ever had an issue with. And it wasn't the police because I actually got permission. Um, now, if I didn't get permission from this location, I might might have got like screwed and maybe got like a fine or something. But right. this this lady, dude, like we went to the cemetery. We were doing the investigation. It was at this cemetery behind this old church. And this lady comes up or no, I see these lights pull up in the, the parking lot in the front. I was like, oh, man, here we go. So I walk up there. and I was like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, what are you guys doing out here? And I'm like, and I explained to him, like, you know, we're paranormal investigators. We're doing a video. We're doing an investigation. You know, we mean no harm, no disrespect. So she like started like crying and she was like, yeah, well, I have, you know, dead family members here. And then I told her, I'm like, once again, like, you know, I don't mean any disrespect or anything like that and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, she kind of was like weird. And then like, she's like, oh, okay. And then she just like left. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I go go back in there and we do a little bit more. Then another set of lights come in there. So I was like, dude, what the hell? 
So I was like, I got to go talk to him, whoever it is, because if not, they're going to like probably wander and like start screaming or something. So I go to back to the parking lot. Sure enough, this it's a different lady and she's taking a picture of my license plate. And I was oh, like, can God. I help you? And she's like, yeah, you can. And I was like, uh, she's like, yeah, my daughter. So that first lady was her daughter. And she was like, yeah, I think this stuff you guys are doing is, is just evil. It's satanic. You guys are like, what are you doing? Worshiping the devil out here. We have dead family members out here and, and you're trying to like bring the dead back. All this weird shit. And I, I was super nice to her, explain what we were doing, everything, same thing, but she was not having it. And she's like, well, and I told her, I was like, dude, we got permission from the church. I called the township, the police department, everything. And she's like, well, if that's true, then you shouldn't worry about me submitting this license plate picture. It's like, dude, I'm whatever. Like, I was like, dude, whatever, dude, do whatever you want. I said, I don't give a shit. I, I know what I'm doing. I got permission. I'm fine. So you can have a meltdown, but I was nothing but nice to her. It was just. That was the only ever time out of any investigation I've done that I've ran into any like Karens or anything like that. That's so bizarre. <laughs> we have yet yeah. to have that happen yet. <laughs> so I'm glad I got permission because in that case, I might have could have, you know, been screwed or got fined or I don't know what they would have done. But I'd have no idea what they would even do if you were to get caught in a cemetery investigating without permission. I've no, I don't ask you to leave. Like, the, 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 yeah, the worst they're, they're going to do. It. I think the worst they're going to do is, like you said, either, you know, if they're if they're not like a total dick, they're going to be like, hey, guys, you're not supposed to be out here. You know, you got to leave. But the worst thing they're going to do is like slap a fine on you if you're like trespassing or something like that. But the worst the worst of the worst is if they're really a dick, they might arrest you for, you know, trespassing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's I've never. Do you know anyone that's gotten arrested from doing investigations? Because I no, 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 I don't know anyone that's even ever gotten trouble for it. So. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of it. I definitely think your trouble. route is the way better route to go, though. Like, mm-hmm. get permission and go because then all your bases it's more are professional, too. And it's like, oh, yeah, if you want to do that place again, and they'd be like, you know, you call back and be like, hey, this is blah 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 from this team or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, we remember when you guys did that. And hell, they might even be like, hey, I watched your video on it, you know, like, right, yeah, kind of thing. Just yeah, make a little, good connection, little, throw a little promo in there, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, if you didn't know about this, like here's this information that isn't really like well covered on the internet. It's like even better. Yeah. You'd be, uh, trust me, dude, you'd be surprised. Some of these people like are, might be very interested and they just don't really talk about it until it gets brought in, brought up. So, yeah, I kept telling him too. I was like, if a cop ever pulls up to like mouth or Nunica or something, I'm just going to straight up be like, have you had any experiences or like ever had the cops like come out here and like, because there's people out here, but there's nothing going on. Like, let me get some stories from me. Like, Dude, can yeah. I interview you? I was going to say, that'd be super cool. Just interview them. Like, I think, I don't think they would have a problem with that. They might not want so you to either. film them directly, but I I feel like they would at least like let you use the audio from it or something like right. that. Yeah. But who you knows? Never, you never know. And yeah. they might even be like, this is my badge number. This is who I am. I've seen a ghost. <laughs> and I mean, shoot, like in Montague's case too, like there really isn't that many police officers out there because it's a small little community. So like only one or two cops are on parole, like, p- parole, patrol at night. So it's like, I'm sure they've been called out there a few times and like they have to have some crazy stories that we just have never heard. Oh, I'm sure they do. I, I know one guy that's a police officer and I'm good friends with him. And dude, he's told me some of the weirdest stories. I mean, he's seen suicides and all this stuff and just the most bizarre stuff, dude. Like, I don't want to share any of it because it's personal stories, but right. he's seen some fucked up stuff. And it's like paranormal with the paranormal. Like it's oh, my God, it's amazing. 
Yeah, I can only imagine some of the stuff that you see on on duty at that point because it's like you you're the one that has to take care of most of this stuff. So oh yeah, and not only the paranormal, I've heard he's uh, like UFO stuff and stuff like that as well. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. that. Yeah, so we. I've always wanted to do like a a UFO like hunt, su- hunt <laughs> type thing. But that's the thing. Like, how do you do that? Like, you just sit there with a <laughs> camera for hours, point at the sky. Like, yeah, I don't know how to do it. Like, that's just I the mean, only thing. Set up a time lapse, maybe, and like point it up in the sky, so yeah. it's not like I, here's five hours of video, yeah. and like you just collapse it down. Because you, like, you don't. It's minutes. not like you have like a like a butt call or like an alien call that you're like right. falling out <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> like, <what> the, <laughs> like, alien, alien. <laughs> I, like looking for a Bigfoot too. That's always something I always want to try. But like, how do you go about doing that? Like, where do oh, I go? There's the wood knocking. The wood knocking. Yeah, let's go out there and hit some sticks on some trees. And <laughs> or, go, or we did on uh, Kyle's podcast where he's like, like he showed us the um the like the people that do it like on Discovery Channel, like the Bigfoot calls. And it's like, how do you guys keep a straight face when you're like, <laughs> like how do you do that? I couldn't. I, just, I there's no way. No, dude, I I thought the same thing because I've I've always been to UFOs and Bigfoot stuff, like aliens and all that stuff. But it's like, dude, how are you supposed to go? Especially like the alien stuff. Like, how are you supposed to do that? Like, please tell me. I would love to know. No idea. Oh, then just lay out a sleeping bag in the middle of a fucking open field and just stare up <laughs> at this guy. Don't blink. And then how do you know it's not a meteor and like what's a UFO? You know, like. <laughs> Break up technically a meter is a ufo if you don't know what it is <laughs> right right it's unidentified flying, right, flying out. <laughs> yeah so that's a tough one bigfoot that's a different story you could do that a lot easier but again it's that's even it's not going to be very entertaining because what are the oh. chances of you catching a you're just going to hear a lot yeah. of sticks breaking and a lot of walking <laughs> yeah it's like hunting but like way even more boring i guess get some nice b-roll for it i guess <laughs> and then make a fool out of yourself with those bigfoot calls too yeah. <laughs> I, I just i don't think i could do it not on camera i, I don't think i could stay serious enough through a, a bigfoot hunt honestly well a paranormal hunt completely different because they can literally nothing can happen and then all of a sudden just 15 minutes of chaos happens right right I don't think I'm ever bored at a, a paranormal, paranormal. No, because anything you know, can happen at any given second. Like, you just That's ask I, the right question, and then it happens. Bam! The rim pods going off. The freaking oh, yeah. music box going off. Yeah, melt. Yeah, all that stuff. It's Have just, you ever left your devices like away from you, and like walked away and just left them to see if they go off by themselves? Yeah, my the guy from our group, Randy, he does that a lot. He'll leave. He has like. He'll have, he has like three different like old iPhones and he'll just set up with a light, <laughs> leaving them in different rooms in like the house or like a cemetery and let him record for like 30 minutes. And he's gotten some weird shit on that. Um, cool. I don't know if he's put a device. I think he started doing one with a device, but we didn't get anything. But yeah, I've done that before. I've, I've said it before and I got like some possible orbs, but nothing too crazy. Yeah, we've done like we'll like leave recorders in spots and just let them go. But really never gotten anything that way i really want to get the static ir cameras so like we just set them up in rooms and just walk away yeah, and let we're actually know. working on uh an L- sls camera right now chase has like oh, the tablet yeah. the connect he has the software done and everything we're just he just hasn't figured out how to mount it so that it's like usable. It's a lot of fabricating yeah 
There yeah, isn't, I don't like, know how to put it together, but the guy from our group just got it today. He ordered one for our group, full on awesome. one with like it's already attached. But that's yeah, that stuff's crazy. Sick. They're yeah, expensive. I, I it's believe... like three or four hundred dollars. Oh yeah, and I believe yeah, oh, those yeah. are actually like a lot more realistic than people think because it's like it really maps people's bodies really well. And if there's something in front of those little like beams of like dots, it's gonna pick it up. Like it, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I will I, say hundred percent believe in the authenticity of the sls camera i think it's 100 percent accurate the only thing that i'm a little like to be watch out for is like if you're especially if you're indoors is for like pictures of like people in the background oh, it yeah. will it will go off to that so you have to be yeah. careful like if there's like a poster on the wall or like a or even picture. reflections too but exactly yeah. that's how accurate it is like it can map out any mm-hmm. human shape and like, if you're getting one that doesn't make sense, it's like, oh my god! Like, there's what is a that? spirit right there. Like, it's tap dancing on my foot. I think, I mean, <laughs> Ghost Adventures obviously has some of the best like SLS footage anyone's ever captured. Like, I was watching an episode last night, and Zach goes, "Oh my god, I feel like this cold air like right here." And then, right as he said that, a spirit popped up exactly like as where his hands were going. Like, it was insane. Or even Fleer, like the yeah like night the infrared the, yeah the infrared vision yeah. pretty much like that the hooks to your phone awesome. yeah it's only like three hundred dollars it's expensive it's expensive <laughs> but, but like three hundred dollars oh my god yeah it's like to get its own standalone like camera too like a FLIR camera like it's pretty expensive but i think it would change a lot of things because then you can see like the change in like heat and temperature or if like like how even like going back to ghost adventures how they've caught like apparitions like walking way off in the distance and it's like that's pretty hard to like say it's not really happening like that right, right i just right, wish right. it could map out like balls of cold energy like how it wouldn't <laughs> when, like that would be cool you just see it like i thought cold. that was going somewhere else for sure so uh, you just see two legs Sorry. and a couple swingers and you're like, what's happening <laughs> i wish i could just map out the spirit's balls like <laughs> Oh, is, is that a Ghostbusters shirt? Yeah, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. It's literally Hell yeah. great, actually. <laughs> yeah, I have one shirt. I was, I was, so I was like, that looks like the Ghostbusters logo. I kept looking at it, and I was like, that's got to be it. I like the OG Walmart finds where you can find the Ghostbusters shirts that glow in the dark, and it's like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I love this at Five Below. Five Below is a great place to go shop. Oh yeah, it is. Actually, I think these headphones are from Five Below. I mean, it <laughs> all it works. Not. Mine broke the other day, so I was like, shit, I got to get headphones. So I just got a pair of these. Right. And they'll work. But it, yeah, it works. It works great. It might break in like two days, but it works for those two but days. hey, it got the job done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, there was another cemetery I did want to mention. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, it's the William Ganong Cemetery. <laughs> Ganong. I don't really Ganong. know how to say the second part. Um, but I've watched watched the lots of videos online of people going to this place, and apparently there's a legend of a woman being chained alive to a tree. <laughs> Why? In that cemetery, and a lot of people uh, see mists, take pictures of like white mists and stuff like that. They see glowing eyes, unexplained orbs, and. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of EVP. Why was she chained to a tree? I don't know. I <laughs> she was really a hippie. Find and, and when, you, when you say, like, 
mists like when people say mist like what do they mean like is it like of a body or is it just like the I, when i think of a mist it's like kind of like foggy in the cemetery or like every time i hear mist or something like that i, I almost want to say the picture i could, seen of it was like like a dark figure like almost a white like trail that like was like a mass but it was white but it was transparent but yeah like yeah. transparent at the same time Okay, because I always never understood. I was like, "What? What do they mean by mist?" Yeah. Here? Like, like you don't see it when you take the picture, and then you take the picture, and it's just like there. Okay, it's just like a, like a blob, be... like a a fatter blob of like a yeah. like a figure kind of thing that's kind of like yeah. see throughish, misty look. Okay, yeah, I I would say it's probably more close to an apparition than what people like say when they see mist where it's like i mean it could just be like a black mob like that you see with your eyes that's like way denser than what's around it or like a white mist would make sense or even just like a fog almost like what we caught at mouth i don't believe was a mist that thing was a solid black figure like and then it tailed off at the bottom and it just yeah just tailed off at the end like but like have you seen the outline of it that i did it literally looks like the grim reaper like straight up it's so fucked. Like I guess it's you so could almost say that's a mist, sh- but it was more dense on the top. I was gonna say the bottom, almost kind of like a shadow figure too. Right. Yeah, that's why I think I think shadow figure, I, which is it's crazy that we caught that. Oops. It was so insane. We were literally getting ready to leave. Me and Trevor were walking back to the car, and then Jenna just goes, "Can we leave?" And we get there, and she shows us this picture, and we're like, "What the fuck." And he's like, yep, I've been following you bastards the whole entire time, and you didn't know it. <laughs> well, and like everybody I'll else see you, I'll see you guys. next time. And then the craziest <laughs> thing, right? We're leaving, and as we leave, we get to the main road, and a giant tree is laying in the road where our exit is. We didn't hear nothing, like no like crashing, what? banging, nothing. Yeah, it was weird. We almost ran what? into it. Yeah, I almost hit it. Like, oh, it my just God. Appeared. Out of nowhere, it was just a yep, huge tree all the way across the road. There was no way to drive around it on either side. We had to go a completely different way home. Wow. That's, oh my God, dude. Yeah, it was. But it was how did you not weird. hear it though? Like, that's what we was, said too. Like, you would have heard that. Like, you had to. Like, yeah, that's at insane. least like a crack. We also bang. caught these red lights off in the distance too that make no fucking sense at all. In the middle of the woods, it was like a red floating light. And I was like, like yeah, bright I mean, ass red. It almost looked like a camera was on, but then like you look at it closer and you're like, that's too big to be a camera. And then it was just gone and after there's, 10 you minutes. You can catch it just in the video of uh, our video. We both caught it, I believe, on our, mm, both of I our cameras. I think you got it in a picture even. Yeah, I have it in pictures too. Um, but you see it, it moves. What? Like so it's insane. So it's not like like a, a light from like the town or some shit off. No, the no. Like there's like there's houses like, around there, but you can tell what the, the house is like. If there's like a porch light on that's like way off in the distance. It's, the road's it's not far there. enough away in the woods that like cars lights don't, you can't see them through the trees. And yeah, no headlights, no taillights. And this light, light was like probably like 50 feet off the ground too. There's no reason it would have been a, a, a car. It was weird. So it just had to be so the true. devil, like it's just straight up yeah, the devil himself. <laughs> that's something that people say they see at mouth is a red, red lights. Oh, really? Red orbs. Okay. Yeah. So, and then we that caught a more blue sense, orb then. there. We caught this perfect blue orb. Like it has, it looks like a full, like, like a sphere, sphere. not even a circle, like a whole sphere. It's perfect circle. Perfect. Like you couldn't have drawn this any better. Was it? And it was just like hovering. 
It's yeah, in one of the pictures. It's it in one of our one pictures, of like pictures. at the top of the sign, almost. And like you would, th- and it was close enough to the camera where you would be like, "That's a bug," but it didn't have wings. It didn't have a body. It was just a perfect it's like this. orb. I'll send it to you on Instagram. I was gonna say, send send it to me. I'm excited to see this. And then what else happened while we were there? Like, there, no there's possessions. like a little. I wouldn't. That's <laughs> just the last time that I went where I got. Yeah, but they have like this wherever. offering table too, where like people just leave like coins, like old like little little trinkets and stuff like that, all over just this stump. And I looked back at some pictures, and there used to be a giant wooden cross on it. All right, check your DMs, bro. I just sent it to Good you, man. <laughs> all right, one second. But yeah, so there was a cross on this stump, and then the cross is gone now. But there's just a bunch of these trinkets all over it, and like. We had left a duck on there, and the duck is still there, like a light-up duck. Yep. And then we were putting our equipment on it, and we had them bitches going crazy on that stump. What? Yeah. I remember remember that in your video, actually. We couldn't explain what it was, either. Dude, yeah, this is is straight up like a... Because it's like blue, and then it's like white on the outside, almost looking... That is really yeah, bizarre. Yeah, and I was like, that's not a bug. Like, there's no way that's no, a bug. No, there's no. no way it could be a bug. Like, that thing's, it does... it's like, it looks huge. Like, it's from a distance, right? but it looks big. Do you have any of the pictures of uh, that Megatron-looking photo? That's what I'm looking for right now. Yeah, we caught another photo, too, where it was, like, right through the, the grate of the, like, that picket black fence that they have out front. And uh, it, it almost looked like somebody in, like, an old-timey, like, get-up. And like a hand and their head, but without like the facial features, like you could distinctly make out the shape of them in the picture. And it was like, I didn't see that in any of the other ones, but this one. And it's somewhere in our camera. These are all from mouth. This is all. Yeah. And mouth mouth is the one that we get popping the most usually where there's just like, what the hell is happening out here in the woods? I'll find it eventually. Now, here's a weird question. Would you guys ever do like a Ouija board session or something out there? He won't. I will. <laughs> I just, I've had really bad experiences in my uh, life with them. Yeah, it's not uh, for everyone. It. All right. This one's crazy. I think I had it in my Instagram story yesterday, but like you can kind of see a shadow figure. Yeah, it's by the tree. It looks like a lady. It looks like the lady in white. Like, bit, honestly, yeah. it looks like a female oh, dude, wearing yeah. a dress. I was just looking at this yesterday, wherever you posted it the other day. Yeah, that's that mouth too. You can see a face. You can see what looks like a dress or something. Like, dude, straight it, up, it looks like those old Victorian like dresses, yep, like the big, exactly the big poofy shoulders. Too. We used to joke stuff. that it looked like Megatron, but <laughs> let me look at it again. I want to look at it. Yeah, like you can. See, it's like the puffy shoulders, like those old Victorian dresses. Yeah, you can pretty much make out what looks like two hands as well. Where it's yeah, like, that's just weird. And there, and it was pitch black behind it, and it was just next to that tree. And it was like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I legitimately just don't know. Yeah, no idea. I'm actually, I'm gonna pull it up. And and it's clearly game. behind the fence too. Like, oh you know, yeah, it's easily like, it's behind the fence. Yeah, and there was we were all outside of the cemetery at this point. There was nobody in there, and like I'd taken a bunch of pictures before that, and it was. Nothing, nothing, nothing. What is that? It was crazy. Like I, I mean, that was probably like wait, the best. So, wait, you just said so you took multiple pictures of that same area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was See, nothing that, that right. There. That right there is like that's what people say when you're taking photos at you know investigations to take at least three of the same photo. 
Because you know if there's nothing in the first two and there's something in the third one, you got something weird there for sure. A little technical thing. Are you trying to put the picture up? Yeah, because I mean, this picture is worth seeing. I don't think it'll let me. Yeah, so go look at it. (laughs) Are you trying to put it up on StreamYard? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have to be a member to do that? I don't know. Maybe. You should be able to pop up a picture, I thought. Or maybe you do have to. I, I don't remember. It's been a while. I'm figuring it out, I think. I think, I think. Or can you just sh- screen share it real quick and then just hop on Instagram and pull it up? Yeah, you could do that, too. That might be easier. Just make sure you close out the, the Pornhub tabs. Yeah, so you can't show anybody <laughs> what you're watching. <laughs> All right, so is it showing up? Yeah, it's showing up. All right, uh, so yeah, yeah, that's the picture we're talking about. Yeah, and like as you can see, looks like a hand, hand. Actually, dude, you can that right left hand. You well, can that see almost, that hand really well. Yeah, actually, like, oh my god. Yeah, it looks like it's like too. cupping. Like it's like cupping. Like almost. And you can literally like a, see the outline. Yeah, of you the can face. like almost trace all of it. Where it's like that's so weird looking. Like, yeah, and, like, this part looks like it's, like, flowy, and, like, like over here, it's just good dark. And then next to this tree, it's, like, there's definitely, like, a haze here. Like, what is this? Like, to me, almost, like, even in the middle, it almost looks like you can make out, like, more fabric right here where, like, buns and stuff would be, where it's, like, kind of bunched up. Yeah. But the hand yeah. part is what really got me. Is like It almost looks like the stand. head is looking down. Too. That's what I was gonna like, say. Yeah, looking like down. The head is going like this way, and then like the nose. You know is, what like, we should have right did? Here. We should have went right to that spot and saw if there's a tombstone there, and seen if they were looking it down looks at the like tomb. There is a tombstone right here. Man, I I feel dumb for not doing that now. But yeah, that was intense to say the least. When I like, because I caught that like at four in the morning, I was going through all my pictures, and I was like, <gasps> what? Yeah. I was just going to ask, did you look at that like right when you were there? Did you wait wait until I got home? I think I skipped through it, but I didn't see it right away because I was just like quick flipping through them. And I was like, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. I'm going to show that other. The Orby Orb. The Orbison. Orb (laughs) 2 that we were talking about earlier. And this one, you know, this one, I I couldn't debunk this one either because just a lot of people like claim to say that. It's really dust, but they're like, oh, yeah, this is an orb. This There's is an orb. no way. It's, it's illuminating orb. its own light almost. Yeah, because yeah, it's a perfect a, circle. Well, and there well, is like a light right above it that is yellow. It's not blue. It's not white. Like, that's a Yeah, blue where does the orb. blue come from? You know what I mean? There's nothing. Yeah, it has a white outline, and then it's, like, blue in the middle of it. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah, I I could and, and there's no wings. It's it's not like a, a body of an of a flying insect or nothing. Like it just looks like it's just this gets really green, damn. but if you zoom in on the original photo, like it almost looks like there's a face in the orb too. Dude, you guys got some just insane stuff from the cemetery, like Yeah, and insane. I was pretty skeptical of us catching anything out in a cemetery, to be honest. Where I was just like, I mean maybe. Like it's possible, but the likelihood of like being in such a like, how do I want to say it? Like, open air environment like that made me skeptical that anything was going to be like really like set in stone. But it was almost instantly we walked onto the grounds. Like, it was actually before that. It was as soon as we got out of the car, we heard me and him both heard a woman scream bloody murder. 
Yeah, like somebody was being beaten to death. It sounded it like weird. someone was dying inside of the cemetery. It was really frightening. <laughs> it's it like, oh, like this is great. We just got here and and then you hear someone yeah. dying in the cemetery. Like, oh, all right, I guess we're and we're leaving. I keep having <laughs> the last few times we've been there, we've had really weird like equipment malfunctions like the last time i was there my walkies kept turning on in my back oh yeah that was weird and then the other times oh, we have these recorders that have we bought them off ebay so they have old recordings on them and they're really creepy they're like from like a kindergarten class or something i don't know it just sounds like little girls and it kept and i had them off of those files i can't figure out how to delete anything off of it it was like a children's birthday party it was fucking creepy yeah and Every time it kept turning on in my backpack and going right to that file, even though I had them set on a different one. What? Like that? I've one? never heard. I've never heard anything like that. That's yeah, bizarre. turning on and playing by itself. Wow, I've only yeah. had the only thing like that is like I've had my SB seven turn on randomly during investigations. Like I'll just be sitting there, I'm like I hear like a. And I'm like, what the hell yeah. is that? And I'll be like, dude, it's like turned on. Like how is that even? Yeah, our walkies happening? get turned on all the time first time we ever used the walkies they turned on by themselves yep it was just like beep and we're like what the fuck is that oh it's a walkie talkie and we've also had it where we couldn't call the other person like when we were at old lincoln county jail one of the other people from ghost hunts usa had a walkie and we were trying to page them and it wouldn't let us call them really trapping us in a loop yeah, it was really weird. Oh, here's something that you guys might... I don't know if you guys ever experienced this, but this just happened to me. Did you know that walkie-talkies actually interfere with, like, rim pods and stuff? Do they really? Really? Yeah, this happened to us at this last investigation that I haven't released yet. But, yeah, like, my buddy was radioing me, and, like, I didn't think about anything of it, like, at the time or at the moment. And then, like, our rim pod go- went off. The EMF detectors were spiking into the red. And we're like, dude, we thought we hit, like, the jackpot. Like, all of our devices right. were going off. And I was like, dude, this is crazy. And then I kept, we kept doing it. And then, like, I figured out. I was like, wait a second. I kept, I would radio in and then it would go off. So, it's something with the frequencies, the, like, the radio waves with the walkie-talkies yeah. interferes with, like, rim pods and stuff like that. It's crazy. I didn't know that. I mean, it's good to know now. Yeah, so keep that, keep, yeah. keep that in mind. You should test it out sometime and see if it works with your with your REM pod and, and your walkie-talkies. I don't know. Maybe it was just a bizarre incident, but I I, I can definitely we, say it was debunked. Every time sure, we go to mouth, I think my EMF detector's busted because it just yeah. goes insane the entire time we're there. But then I turn it on at home, and it doesn't do anything. It's your like, EMF is it more detect- busted now? Yeah. Yeah, that's how you know. It's like some something weird's going, like... I don't know. I've like had I'd get ends. home and I'll play with my EMF detector and be like, okay, it's not going off here. What? The, all right, had to have been something paranormal. Like that yeah. just makes no sense. I had the same thing with my music box. Uh, past couple of investigations, especially that that lodge we did, it went off like everywhere I put it in in the lodge, or, like where they do the meetings, it was going off like crazy. And then like I was like, dude, I thought the thing was broken. Like like you said, like I was like, this thing's got to be like on the fritz. And sure enough, that same night I brought it back, set, turn it on in my apartment nothing so i was like dude that had to been something like that was bizarre has to be i mean there's there's no good explanation for it no there there really isn't like i feel like those emf detectors are pretty reliable on their readings honestly even though they look like it just a cheap little piece (laughs) of plastic i feel like they're fairly reliable and it's really strange when one emf detector goes off but other ones don't yeah that happens a lot too like i've noticed that as well 
but what did we get that one time? What was our Mel meter reading at oh, Mouse Cemetery? It spiked to like five hundred. Yeah, it was like five hundred. Two to five hundred, like, dude. Like what? Like that. It went to like five hundred and dropped back down to zero. And when I looked into it, it was like the amount of energy that it needs to make that high of a spike is like equivalent to like a nuclear bomb. And I was like, what the fuck? Because it's it reads milligauss readings. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Milligauss readings. But like, yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. That's, yeah, and it didn't do it anymore like I, the rest of that and, night, but it would go yeah. up. And yeah. I actually like prefer using EMF detectors in in like cemeteries because there's no like electrical shit usually out yep. there. Whether and you're in a building, it could be like the lights. A lot of the yeah, times, or a lights will make it go or something. Yeah, but in cemeteries, if that shit's going off, it's like, dude, there, there, this has got to be something because there's nothing electrical here. Like, yeah, what, so what, what they're running be? running wires through this wood. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Straight through this tree park, like I don't, I don't yeah. know. Do you run your spirit box on AM or FM? Uh, AM. Same here. I like it's it sweeps faster. Well, and the FM catches more radio stations. Yeah, you yeah. hear like ah, oh, like the the music kind of stuff. Yeah. I noticed a lot of times too that spirits talk in between the sweeps. Like when it goes, it like quiets down for a second. That's usually when they come through. Like. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like, I know what you're talking like about. Like in the yeah. change. Yeah, like in the change of channels, like that's when they like to speak, it seems like. You can almost like pinpoint, okay, they're about to say something. Okay, they didn't. Will they answer this question? I don't know. It just, it seems like there's a, a certain part of the wavelength that they're able to like tune into over other parts of it. My favorite's when you get gospel and you're like, oh. or it's like, yeah, that was pretty heavenly <laughs> do you do you do like when your sweep rates do you do it like slowed down or you do like the fastest we've done like both we've actually had the spirits ask us to make it slower really before yeah what how did it, it literally said like make it slower or something like that <laughs> no more just like slower. slow <laughs> yeah it was, it was i don't slow that shit exactly. down damn it <laughs> but like we'd ask something about how like is it is it too fast or is it annoying it's like it, slow <laughs> yeah it said something like slow or yeah because i i never usually do the the fast because it's like to me it's harder to understand because it's so quick. oh yeah you can barely catch what it says when it's like and it's already because of the the feedback or the static and all that like it's already oh, yeah. hard enough to hear it so when it's faster it's like dude i don't know what the hell they're saying nope yeah well, we've had some really clear voices come through it to where it was like undeniably a spirit like Getting told to and, run. Yeah, we got told to run multiple times, like six times in a row at Mouse Cemetery. They told us to run. And that was the same night we caught that shadow figure. Yeah, there's some dark shit there, dude. That's for sure. There really is something dark there. Uh, a lot and of I times feel like when it's the Native them, American stuff. I really, I really I think believe so that. We've asked them many times. We'll ask them, are you human? We'll get no response. We'll ask them, are you a spirit? No response. Are you something else? Yes okay yeah i'd be like all right that's, that's in my great. last video too like bouncing i asked that question and it's like i'm not human i'm not a spirit i'm something else i'm something do you have hooves yes <laughs> oh, are you are you are you the devil <laughs> I, I don't really think... ever crawl came across anything that i would consider demonic because i don't know how much i really believe in like demonic stuff I do a little bit, uh, which actually was another cemetery I was going to mention. I wasn't going to tell because there's not really a, a whole lot about this place, but this place should be, I think, on a list 
Um, it's called Prospect Hill Cemetery. In... Oh, I've heard of that. Oh, no, yeah. I have okay. it in my notes, but I have heard of it. Continue. Yeah, it's in Pawpaw. Um, I did investigation there. In I watched. That's how I know. I watched your damn video. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it. It was super windy, I, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was okay. like, dude, it was like mid October. It was like windy as shit. It was perfect fall night. Like I think it was almost like a full moon. Oh, hell yeah. But this, dude, this place is no joke. Like it's so big, dude. Like do you, if you watch the video, like the cemetery, the, Jesus, the cemetery, like. I don't know because I, I can't speak this into words, but I can show like the motion to you guys. Like it, it goes like this, <laughs> and then it goes up the hill. Yeah, I and then once the you get to the top of the stuff. hill, it goes like splits off. There's like a path this way and a path on the other side that go into the woods, and these trails go way back in the woods. And there's headstones that keep going. It just keeps going on and on. Didn't that's the video your EMF detector got knocked off the yeah. gravestone, right? Yeah, that that was the one. And and lot, some people were like, oh, it could have been the wind, which it could have been. But some people say, like, the way it fell off, like, they're like, dude, that wasn't the It had wind. purpose, the it, I thought. I thought yeah, it fell with a purpose. It did. That, and, and not only right that. right when you asked it to do something, too. Yeah, I was like, I really wish the, the, the EMF detector would go off. And then it just falls off right after I said that. And then I asked huh. through the spirit box. I was like, was that you that knocked it off? And it said yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And that's what we were saying earlier. When you get two things that line up together, it just makes your evidence that much more concrete. And and that was the same investigation where I was talking about like the demonic kind of stuff where I did that Estes method at so you go all the way to the top, all the way to the back of the trail and up the hill. It's the highest point in the entire town and obviously the cemetery where the founder of the town was buried. And what used to be there was an observation deck tower that he built and okay. constructed. And like, it only was there for maybe, I think for, what was it like two or three years, two years and yeah. when actually knocked the freaking thing down. <laughs> so it's no longer there. So they, so, and then like, I think right after it like got destroyed or whatever, they, they buried him there. And so you go up these like old steps up to his headstone. And so I was like, dude, let's do the Estes method there. And you know, this is the first time I ever did it. So I was like, dude, this is going to be nuts. Like I just knew it. And it, at first I had my one buddy do it first and nothing really crazy. We had some, some decent responses. And then when I did it, like the responses were like spot on. And then like, it, like, it was all kind of normal. It was giving us like facts based upon the founder, which I think his name was Isaac W. Willard. Okay. And then halfway through dude, it just like the mood just switches drastically. It gets really dark. Like I forget what you have to watch. The video it was like, just saying like, like he killed like, kids and stuff and i was like dude i'm not speaking to this dude anymore like this is something else right do you remember that part in the video it's like at the I, end i don't know if i made it that far into it. i was just watching it the other day actually i don't think i finished it because <coughs> yeah. i i think didn't you have a video come out i think it was monday yeah that was the that private home investigation I okay did. i did watch a little bit of that you're jumping but, around like, yeah, I, was, <laughs> yeah. I jumped all over you because I I'd known that you went to a bunch of cemeteries. I wanted to see which ones you had been to so I could maybe research those ones a little bit. And I but, forgot about the Prospect Hill one. But, but yeah, yeah, Prospect Hill is, I think, very underrated and not really that well known. But I can tell you for sure that place was crazy. Um, my other guy from our group has been there multiple times and like just same thing. Like, it's just insane. Like, it's very dark there. Like, I think there's a some dark energy that resides in that place. And I think most people don't even know about it, but, I, and I ought to say this too. This is by far out of all the cemeteries that I did last year, Nunica, the Ada witch, 
Um, you know, some of these other ones, I, I can't name off the top of my head right now. This was by far my favorite cemetery that I went to. I, just the layout of it, dude. Like, it just goes on it and sounds on crazy. and on. It looked crazy. It, it sounds like a crazy. Yeah, I we'll highly have, recommend that one. Dude. We'll probably have to try to either group up with you. To, is that by you? Yeah, it's only like 30, 40 minutes for me. It's in Paul, okay. Michigan. So, yeah, we'll definitely have to make a trip out to that one Agreed. for sure. I think it would definitely be well worth be it. Awesome. Well worth it. And hopefully it won't be, be so like cool. windy as shit. Because, <laughs> I, like right. I said, I did that mid-October. So Because, like, we just started doing, like, these cemetery investigations, like, last October. Like, Halloween was the first time we had went out. Yeah. So And then we were like, this is fun. Like, we didn't realize how fun <laughs> it was going to be. Like, it's so crazy how fun it is being in a cemetery after dark and just trying to talk to a ghost and get some type of evidence and have something happen. Like I still want something to happen to where like, I go, I think I just saw a figure. Like I that want happened, that to happen. That happened to me at the, that Masonic lodge. You have to watch that one, dude. That, that was by far the craziest investigation I've done so far, even more so than I think the prospect Hill. Do you caught an apparition? Did you catch it or you just see it? Yeah, It's, it's in the video. I oh, saw it. And, I saw it and it's in the video. I knew I what I did. It. it was the okay. I, I I mentioned this in the video, but it was the first investigation that actually scared me. I, you can it's ask awesome. anyone in my group. Like I was like, dude, I'm not going back down there. I'm done. Like I was like done for the night. I can't that. say that I've been scared, scared oh, yet, dude. It, just it made excited. me shit my pants. I just get so excited. Like I get more and more hype as shit's happening. I'm like, I love this so much. But I I know eventually my. My wish is coming. Like I'm something's oh, oh, gonna happen. Dude, it's gonna happen because I thought the same thing. The... <laughs> and then like, that happened, and I was like, I was, dude, I was out of there. I was like, and it was at the end of the night, anyways. It's like two in the morning, and I was like, nope, I'm out. Because I've only, I know... I've only seen three apparitions ever in my life. I seen the one at Ada Witch when I was in high school, and I seen my great grandmother when I was like 12 years old, like a week after she had died. And then I'd seen a shadow figure at a, another house that I no, it was the same house I saw my great grandmother. Yeah, seen a shadow figure walk across our deck. I used to. I've lived in two. Well, my parents' house now is pretty fucking haunted yeah. too. I've lived in three very haunted places. That's I, another I, I, reason why I love this stuff because I've do, lived with do, ghosts. Now, do you like that? Like living with that? Like. Or, or well, like, shit didn't happen as much as you'd think it would. Like, uh, we would see my sister and my dad would see shadow figures on the walls. Um, I had multiple times where I heard someone run down our stairs and slam a door, um, and no one was there. We had slot machines in this house. They would hit jackpots in the middle of the night and spit what? all their coins out when they weren't even plugged in. What? Straight up, not even kidding you. Everyone would be box. sleeping in the house, and you would hear the slot machines go off, and you'd go down there, or you wouldn't hear the slot machines go off, oh, and you'd God. go down there like the next day, and there'd be the gold coins laid all over the house. So and these slot, oh, I don't know if it was because these we didn't know where these slot machines were from. They were all Chinese, like <laughs> they didn't have any English on them. All the coins that they came with were Chinese, like token coins. It's crazy. And then I lived in another house. Which is we'd mentioned the Ouija board stuff earlier, where me and my sister fucked with the Ouija board and we conjured something up, and it was not good, not good at all. What do you mean conjured up? Like it would vandalize our house. My sister 
got home from school one day and her and her friend Ariel went up to her room and her room was covered in red nail polish. What? And there was a bathroom. Me and my sister had the rooms upstairs. I would be playing video games. My sister would be in her room and the sink would turn on by itself, just start running water. And then I would go, Mel, turn the sink off. She'd go, you turn the sink off. I'm like, I didn't use it. You did. She'd be like, no, you did. I'm like, no, why would, what? (laughs) so crazy. Our dogs refused to go upstairs at that house as well. So is it essentially kind of like poltergeist activity a little bit? I mean, if there's like red nail polish all over, like, like what that's going to be. I don't really even know, bro. All I know is it, it choked me one night. I woke up with what felt like hands around my throat. And when I went and checked myself in the mirror, I had handprints on my throat. Oh, dude, I would not. I'd be out of that house after that. I'd be like, I'd be done. Pretty sure it possessed my dad at one time. He just got extremely irritable one day, ripped the door off a wall and disappeared for four hours. Wow. He doesn't remember any of that. Yeah, he's told that story to us, too. He doesn't remember that day at all. He doesn't even think it ever happened. I'm like, me, mom, Mel, all seen you do this. And you disappeared. You didn't take a car or anything. You just walked out of the house. We didn't see you. Didn't your dad also mess with Ouija boards when he was younger too? Yeah. With his brothers? He has some pretty... Pretty fucked up stories. The Ouija honestly. board like lit on fire on its own. Like in the what? movie Paranormal Activity, straight up. No fucking way. Did he tell us that on the, on the Christmas episode? Did he tell yeah, us a couple of so. stories? Yeah. Lit on fire. Yeah, and it also like flew across the room. And something about a there was like a ceiling fan too that started, started spinning, spinning all crazy. And like, no, let me ask faster. you this. This is really specific, but so now that Ouija board that you used was it? Because I have one and I've used it a couple times and nothing really fucking happens. So I'm yet to be scared of it. But what kind of board was it? Like the one I have, dude. Like someone gave it to me and it's just a cheap ass like Hasbro or whatever. The yeah, yeah, is. yeah, that's one. the one we had too. Uh, the really? craziest okay. thing that I ever had happen while using a Ouija board is we were getting responses from it and we were doing this as like a family activity actually one day. <laughs> it was like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. <laughs> family activity. I, me and my sister busted it out and we were trying to get them to believe that our house was haunted, which was the reason why we were doing it because no one believed me and my sister. So we're like, okay, watch this. I guarantee you we can talk to the spirit. This spirit followed me and my sister everywhere. We would Take anything you could use as an oracle and get it to communicate with it. We were out to eat with our grandparents and had it moving a salt shaker around the table. Like Wait, without the weed, the board or like without the board. Had, what? We literally had like a ketchup packet and a mustard packet for yes and no. And it was like moving the salt shaker back and forth. I know it sounds crazy, but it happened. This is what but, I this is what I want to see because if I saw this shit, dude, like I would be blown away. Like I'd just be but, like, this shit's hundred. Furthermore, like, into like, what happened with my family, do you remember those like Livestrong bracelets? A lot of people still wear them and stuff like yeah, the, the yellow hand the bracelets. Yeah, you know, I had one of those and I sat it on the table, and my finger was on one end of it, and I'd asked it to move it away from my finger, and it stretched completely. And popped away from my finger and moved about an inch away. Oh my god! So okay, I can, I can, I can see. Yeah, I was gonna say I can see why he's like not wanting to do this shit now. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I've never. I mean, that's one. 
Well, for it's, one, I refuse. I have blocked the spirit's name out of my memory because I know that he's way more powerful than just have left him at that house I used to live at. If I even think about him, he'll show up again. I just know it. He's like attached to me somehow. And That's I've asked ask. other spirits. I've asked other spirits if if I have like a spirit that follows me and they have said that there there's something with you. You're not alone. So I don't know. He doesn't do anything at my house or anything. Nothing's ever happened to me in years and years and years, but it could be because I have this complete block on him. That's what I was going to ask. Is it still follow you? Cause like that's I have no idea. I assume that he probably is a lot of spirits follow me. Every time yeah. we go to a cemetery or anything, the activity is always around me. It seems like, well, do you always, do you, when you guys do these, do you like say like, Hey, you're not allowed to follow us or anything like that. Do we do that? do that. Yeah. Or we like sometimes we'll even say like a little prayer. Yeah, we've said prayers before we go into the cemeteries and stuff too. So, dude, this is I yeah I I, I completely understand why you don't want to screw with a Ouija board anymore. So me and you, uh, we can. Uh, <laughs> mess with I mean, I, I'm I down. I'm board. down to do it. I, I want. I'll watch like you guys happen. mess with the Ouija board, but I ain't getting in on it. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this too, because like when you did it, when you did the Ouija board, did anything happen? Like like. Did it like, cause I know a lot of people do that. And it's like, people like say like, Bro, oh, yeah, it's we moving, didn't but have it, to you... touch it. We would literally, we would never even touch it. We just hover our fingers over it. And that shit would be fucking. <laughs> Me and my sister used to have a book that we would write down everything, every letter, every word and decipher it. And wow. yeah, this person that we used to talk to, I will tell you a little bit from what I remember. Uh, he told us he was a murderer child molester and he had been in grand haven since 1826 so all the responses yeah that's all Um, i remember because that's yeah dude that's insane because like every time i've used it it's like i'm always like you're pushing it it, yeah it's like is this is are you pushing it like like it's just like almost like some people say it's like almost like a, a mental thing it's like a you know, you push it yourself to what you like truly believe you wanted to say kind of thing. Right. So I it's mean, like, we I, only... I've never seen the damn thing move on its own. If I saw it without my hands there, move on its own, then I'd be like, okay, this shit's legit. I was only in when, like eighth grade when we were doing this. My sister, I think was in six, but like we had friends do it with us and stuff. And like, it was legit moving on its own. hundred so percent. No doubt about it. So young to be messing with it too. <laughs> well, that's how long I've been so into the paranormal crazy. though. Like <laughs> honestly, like I used to watch every paranormal show that came out. Like I had friends that would come over to my house just because we watched ghost stuff and they weren't allowed to. Because <laughs> I want <laughs> like I just love this stuff. Like my entire life. Like I always wanted to do paranormal investigations. I'm happy that I finally it took me almost 30 years to finally fucking do it but pull the trigger <laughs> hey so, so what's the first place you guys plan on doing this year then like do you guys have anything i already mind? did mouth all right you just did mouth yeah just did mouth okay. probably go back so like he's with enough. yeah um i want to go to lake forest now that what, what was the weather it. like what was the weather like <laughs> oh it was rainy and cold and miserable I was I was gonna say that's why I haven't it done any cemetery sucked, stuff but yet. Shit was happening, so it was the week where we had like sixties, thirties, forty-five, fifty, 
25. <laughs> like, come on. Just give me one good week of 60s. Exactly. And that's all I want. I just want a nice weekend to go hang out in a cemetery. <laughs> yeah, like I said, that's that's the only reason I haven't done any cemetery stuff yet. I'm just waiting for it to be more consistent, like 50s, 60s kind of thing. Because I'm dying, dude. It's been so long. I think, yeah, Prospect Hill was the last cemetery investigation I did, and that was back in October. Ever since then, I've been doing all the indoor stuff, which I love doing it. It's 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 right. amazing, but like I miss the cemetery stuff. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if you even look back at like most paranormal investigators, that's where they start because it's the easiest place to go. Yeah, it's harder to get access to like places. You either got to know somebody or you get really lucky and have someone nice that doesn't charge you a fortune to go search for ghosts in their house. Like, yeah, like we went to, we investigated a buddy's house and actually had some pretty crazy stuff happen. Like his grandfather had just passed away and he started bringing out some of his grandfather's like old, an old stuff fishing rod and, and stuff. REMF detector was going insane on only that. Like his, his grandfather's lucky fishing pole anywhere else in the house wouldn't go off. As soon as you'd point the EMF at that, boom, peg out. You don't think it was anything with like the pole that had like, I don't know what it would be. It was, <laughs> like, yeah, it was just like a composite it was just, wooden. It was a wooden wheel. fishing pole. Yeah. Like, wow, that's interesting. Thing was older than dirt. Yeah, it was. It was really weird because like before that, I was like, I'm pretty skeptical. That we had nothing happen in the house until he started bringing that stuff out. So it was haunted. <laughs> it was haunted by a by a haunted uh, fishing pole. Pretty much. <laughs> The attachment that's, that's of the spirit. A, yeah, yeah, that's it's almost like a trigger object thing, kind of like a like a doll or something. It must have mm-hmm. had some connection with that that hole, obviously. We've only had luck with trigger ob- objects once, Rubber. and that's the light up duck at Eloise. Our signature object. <laughs> yeah. No, is that just like an ordinary duck? Like you get like from like I'll a go get it. Thing? I have one. We bought it from Meyer at the checkout line on a whim when we were getting Red Bulls and stuff to stay up. <laughs> so you can only get these at the checkout in Meyer's. You can still like, get them. You can still get them. Yeah. yeah, they're like a dollar. It's like a duck. So all you have to do is touch it barely, and it goes through like a light sequence. How much is it? Like a dollar, five bucks, yeah, or something? A dollar fifty cents. If yeah, dollar fifteen, no. I think. Dude, hell yeah! Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's just like a cat, a cat ball. Yeah, yeah, and it just and goes. Like crazy. I have one in my house. I've never seen it go off by itself. But we went to Eloise. It was the first time we'd ever tried this. And literally, it was going off on command. It went off, I think, twelve different times on command. I think I remember. I, I do remember that. Yeah, you might watch that the video. video. Yeah, I did watch the video. Yeah, because I think yeah, you did get. You're like, we just got this thing. We didn't think this was gonna do anything, <laughs> and it like went off like crazy. Yeah, the coolest part though was we had skeptics that were in our group, like pull aside and be like, I can't explain that. You guys have changed my mind on all of this. <laughs> Yeah, people are coming that. up I like, can that. I see the duck? I just want to see how easy it is. And they're just like, oh my God. Yeah, like it's almost like a clicky button inside of it too, where it's like, like you got to kind of like put pressure on it. So it's like, there's no way that like wind did it. Like it's right, enough right. that you can barely push on it. And, it and the thing off, is, but... is we didn't even tell anyone we were setting it down. We just set it in the middle of the group. And then all of a sudden this just kind of went off. like, oh shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> like we did it with uh ghost hunts usa and there's there like a hundred people and they divided us into five groups of 10 and yeah it was great it was crazy if you ever definitely do one of those someday you might not like it because of all the people but if you get lucky like us at old Lincoln county jail there was like maybe eight people in all yeah 
you can get a place to yourself for a night for pretty cheap. Where is this That's at? Like, Where is this at? We went to Ohio. It was uh, Lincoln County in Ohio, but it was the old Lincoln County Jail. Where like Ghost Adventures has gone and investigated. And yeah. said it was one of the most haunted places they've been to. Oh, wow. Okay. We caught a jail cell door moving on its own. No way. On our floor. Wait, you yeah, got this on the video? Up there. On video? Uh, we have we have the audio, but not we, the video. After the Facebook fucked it up. You can only see like the really good video wherever it's saved on my phone or whatever, like the actual video. You can kind of see it in the Facebook one, but we go back after we went downstairs to see if anyone else had heard it because we were separate from the group at that time. They're like, no. So we went back up and uh, we we're walking down that aisle. And then we noticed one of the doors had moved slight, like, like just an enough inch or two if off that. the wall. Like it was off the wall before, but like it was more off the wall now. And we asked, did you move that door? And you can see an orb shoot down the hallway. So the like answer, from yeah. right next to me, yeah. like it shoots down the hallway. Yeah. It, so basically, yeah, it answered. They answered, right yeah, but we didn't know until I reviewed the footage. Yeah, we were both right, sitting right. there talking to each other, and all of a sudden we hear, and we're like, did you hear that? I heard that. Did you hear that? I heard that. It's one of the creepiest noises ever. It was it was pretty rad. Like That was probably one of my most favorite experiences was doing the old Lincoln County Jail, because that was where they caught like a full-body apparition in a photo of like a man looking out the window and you can see through him, but you can easily tell that you there's a man. You can see through him, there. but you can see the man. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's a really early season of ghost adventures too. Like, like can you see like facial, facial features and stuff oh, like yeah. that? Kind of. It's more of like a, it's just like silhouette a yeah, black man. silhouette is probably the best mm -hmm. way to say it. But like, you can tell that there's a head, shoulders, arms, legs, like you can tell that it's all there. Oh, all the clicky poos got to find it. <laughs> I'll find this freaking. We have so many videos. There's like 100 episodes. <laughs> Almost 100. Almost 100. <laughs> We're slowly creeping up on the 100 mark. How, that's what I was going to ask you guys. How long do you usually do these for? Like, how long do they. This is the longest one I think we've ever done because it's been such a good <laughs> conversation. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I, I don't think they usually go for this long. Okay. Yeah, two and a half it. hours. Oof. <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah, there. Yeah. Yep. And all the pings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so weird. It was so out of the blue, too. It was insanely creepy. But then, uh, this is a voice that we caught. You hear it at the end oh, there? Yeah. It was like, hey! Wait, wait, what'd you say? <laughs> it almost sounds like it says Patrick. A little bit. It's either never or Patrick. Oh, God, now you can't get <laughs> that close out of the loop. Yeah, it was looped permanently. On the page, even though I exited out of it. Yeah, like, I think it says never. Like, really? I, I would have to listen to a couple of times. Never. It could be Patrick, though. I mean, it has the same, like, you know, like, like cadence to it. But. Yeah. We also caught our first ever uh, visual audience, 
visual evidence at that uh, jail. Within two minutes of me turning on my uh, night vision camera that I just bought and never used before, I have it shining at Trevor, and right next to him, an orb comes up, comes it's at me, hard stops, angle. and then just hard angles out. And then two seconds, literally as it disappears, Trevor turns around and shines a flashlight into the room that it went into. Because I heard something over there, and I was like, that's weird. I've, I've heard of that kind of stuff where like the orbs like just like move like real quick like in different directions and stuff it was, it, it was like going straight out straight out hard turn and it then like slow stopped. down it and like then literally went stops and then goes yeah it was you know that's not weird. dust that's dust doesn't do that it doesn't move in that type of path like it's a linear path and i watched is, it no live way. on my camera like i was like filming trevor and i seen it happen you just hear me go whoa because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to disturb everyone else in the room because they were doing a phasma box thing and i was just like what what is that a phasma box i've heard of this like what is what exactly it's, is it it's like a spirit box but it, it's the same thing as like um oh the other one that we were talking about where it doesn't have like the ch -ch 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 sound it uses uh internet radio frequencies yeah, instead of and it's an app fm and am yeah and it's only on an app that you can get for like your, 10 bucks uh your ipad and stuff like it's that it's like 10 10 bucks but I, I had wait, have you used the necrofac? Necro yeah, necrophonic, yeah. Yeah, it's that, like yeah. the same thing as that, yeah. Yeah, but so it's I, almost I like was, a portal then. Yeah, I was portal, really yeah. unaware of how it worked until I they were like, Do you want to do a session down the hallway from everybody where we'll ask questions and you answer out loud to what you hear? And I was at the end of the hallway, like just blurting out words, and then I was sitting at the end of the hallway for like a couple minutes and I was, you know, just doing what he was doing and all of a sudden i heard like a foghorn was like Boo! and i was like i thought this could only make words like that's fucking weird and then i went and i talked to the lady that was running ghost hunts at the old lincoln and she was like there used to be a canal with fairies up and down this place all the time and then shit you not we went back the next day after checking out of our hotel and the buildings had murals of this canal they're like tugboats going through we never stuff. even noticed it the day before and i was like that's weird yeah, that is weird. That had to, that had to been what it was then. Yeah, like, and I I couldn't. I, mean, I like that was the best way I could explain it too. Was it was a tugboat horn? What else would it be? Like honestly, yeah, a hundred percent. And like you've heard it before. Like everybody's heard that horn before, so it's like that's a pretty distinct sound. See, yeah, like yeah. when we heard the gel so door, there was a chain depot or a train depot, chain depot, a chain depot, <laughs> train depot, not too far away, and we thought maybe it was like a train cutting its brakes but that happened later in the night and it was so much louder and like you could distinctly tell you what could it was. distinctly tell that that was a noise from a train it wasn't just like a creaky like and yeah. the fact that no one else in the jail heard it mm. was like okay they were what, this three jail, floors below us this jail is what's called an open air jail so when you're inside you're basically outside as well okay yeah, that makes sense yeah yeah, so like all the windows just had bars on them back in the day, like no window actual. And then they would heat the whole like floors with just one fireplace on one side of it. So if you're on the far side, shammed into a cell, like you're cold as shit. I mean, it was, it was a big, too, so. it was big, like it was a big building, four floors, I think. It stuck out basement. too. It's in the and middle it, of downtown. It's in the it's middle at. of the downtown area of Licking County. And it looks like a damn castle. Yeah, it's medieval looking. It's and it so medieval. Like, it's awesome. Like, it's crazy. And then you go inside. When you walk in, it's the living quarters from the, the 
the guy who this, runs this, the prison. Yeah, like the staff that was higher up in there. And it's these huge doors and like beautiful wood and like it's a beautiful funky it looks like you walked into a beautiful old house. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I'll have yeah, to look when, into it. I'll have to check that place out. Yeah, like a lady lit on fire in her cell. And Bro, if you want it, I think I still have all of the people who run the historical society thing mm. there. Like, if we wanted to, we could rent that place out. They promised us in the future we could rent that place out if we wanted, and they wouldn't even charge us all that much. It's like 50 bucks a person or something like yeah, that. Yeah, for, for like a night. group of like eight or ten of us, which well, wouldn't have, be yeah, that hard to do. I have a bunch of people from our group that would probably like to come, but mm. at least like four or five of us could come from our group. Oh yeah. And like, that was, that was the one skeptical like thing when we went, I was like, how into this is everybody going to be like that paid the money to come for when we went to the old Lincoln. And I was like, walked in and everybody was like, yeah, I'm all into the paranormal. <laughs> like, like this is great. Yeah, like we actually were the only two guys in the group. It was us and 11 wild, females. Actually. What? 11 females? What? Yeah. Yeah, it was me, Riley, and then the rest were all like girl, like just groups of girls that were like, well, it's my daughter's birthday, so I'm here with her. And then there are like a couple other girls that are just like, and yeah, the, we just I guess this. the day before, only one guy showed up, so he got the whole place to himself. Oh, that lucky bastard. He caught that's a figure, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. He actually got a figure on video. Yeah, I wanted to go around that. They showed it to us, but we didn't like get a copy of it. But. I was gonna say I gotta see this now. <laughs> yeah, granted, we did get to go off on our own, and like we were on floors by ourselves for like a good hour. I mean, you'd run into somebody every now and again when you're like crossing paths and stuff, but nobody was being like malicious, like trying to like destroy your evidence or be loud or like if they saw you recording, like oh sorry, and then walked away, and we're like, or do you care if we sit with you, like, and then sit quietly with us, and it's like okay, this yeah. is pretty great. Like, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Elise was pretty much the same once everyone split up, too. Yeah, until we get to free time in the basement, everybody want to fucking talk. <laughs> yeah, so me and Trevor were sitting in the cafeteria, and we were having, I think, EMF spikes. Yeah, and then we had a loud knock behind us. Too yeah, we it was crazy. It. it was so loud, dude. Some Something fell off a table or something. Or it sounded like somebody banged their hand on a table, and like even the people in the hallway that were like jibber-jabbing, and they're like, did you guys do that? We're like, no, shut the fuck up. What's going on? <laughs> Out, like the bang how loud was the bang like it was like wow there was, there was like was a force loud. to it like if you took your your knuckles and you like knocked hard on like a piano top that was wood but you, like you brought your whole force down on it because it was loud enough to where like everybody stopped what they were doing and we were probably like 10 feet away we from had that. asked it to do it we're like can you make a noise and then boom yeah, it was almost like somebody kicked a door even it, it was, was like, crazy what one of the craziest things i've ever had happen like on command noises it was great though it was, was great that was one of the most exhilarating like loud noises that i've ever had in a response like that because i mean like you you'll hear like the footsteps and stuff or like you know like weird shuffling sounds but then like when you're like make me a noise and you get that like distinct like hey like i'm here like oh shit like that's great that's how you know it's like how can you debunk that like yeah, we even tried to, like, tried look to figure out what nothing. it was, and we couldn't figure it out. I probably spent 15 minutes searching that little area of where the noise came from. Couldn't find nothing of like anything that fell or had moved because it was pretty dusty. If something would have fell, you would have seen that something was in that spot, mm -hmm. and it's now in a different spot. Yeah. Nope. That's that's yep. that's nope. how you know that, that, that shit's like legit, like full on legit. Just like the 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 K two meter that fell off, like the timing of that after right after what I said, it's like 
come on. That like, just, it's not coincidence it, it, at that point. It's just yeah. that's really happening. And then the validation through the spirit box. That yeah, yeah, the, exactly. Was the validation. That yeah, so that's, it's like, I mean, that's the stuff I always look for is trying to get the validation. But I really think we should wrap this up since it's almost yeah, been three good. hours, <laughs> no, <you're good. laughs> which is it's awesome, fun. which means it's going to be even better when we actually get together and do like an actual investigation and use both of our, you know, styles of investigating and probably come out with some crazy, awesome evidence. I just want to throw that mustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trevor <laughs> wants to touch your mustache. Yeah, I know. Everyone. I wouldn't be me without this. I wouldn't be Tommy Tom- Tombstone without this. Like I would just be like some schmuck from some little town of Michigan. <laughs> Another YouTuber. <laughs> Same here. We'd be be nothing without our listeners. And again, you can find us on like Spotify, podcasts, uh, IR Apple. Radio, Apple, YouTube, all of those. You can find Tommy on Instagram at Tommy Tombstone, right? Tommy underscore Tommy underscore Tombstone, tombstone yeah. Yep. And then all of his links are down in the description as well. So make sure you go click on those and follow him on all of them. He has some really <laughs> awesome video editing skills. His videos are ours to shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does a great job. And uh, we look forward to grouping up with him here in the future and doing some cemeteries and not only sharing stories with each other, but experiencing them together as well. So Thank you again, Tommy, for joining us. We'll make sure we do this again in the future. And uh, we'll maybe definitely we'll make it to three hours next time. Yeah, maybe we'll make it three <laughs> hours next time. Maybe next time we'll jump on your channel and have you interview us. So, Oh, uh, 100%, 100%. Actually, we did it the one time. So, yeah, we got to do it again. Yeah. It's been a while. Do it again so. for a third time. Third time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as always, remember, folks, keep your ears and eyes open for it really goes. Bump, Bump in, in the night. night. Peace. Peace.